Motorcycles and Motorcycles <laughs> here at the Recycle Garage in mostly sunny no. Santa Cruz, California. Not even close. It's not even close. Usually sunny Santa Cruz, California. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Tonight in the garage, we have me. This is Liza. I didn't prepare for this. No, you didn't. <laughs> we also have uh, Mike there on the in the corner, baby in the corner. How you doing? And Jim. Hey, hey, hey. This is your other guy, Knock. What's happening, y'all? Charlie. Yo, what's up? Doug. Still here. And Isaac. And, hey. And, and Saul Rosenberg over here. You forgot me. That would be big old. Jeez. <laughs> I know. And my what? shoes and my glasses. So, I can't see. God damn it. I went to the Empire State <laughs> Building and I couldn't see. So full confession, we're an absolute mess here. Kind of. Um, it is usually sunny Speak in Santa for Cruz. Were we usually a mess though? We have had a few weeks of rain. We've had mudslides, flooding, extremely cold weather. Though it has not stopped us. People still rode here today. People still came and worked on bikes. Yeah. Good We're day still day. getting shit done. But for the most part, a lot of people on here, Emma had to go home because of <laughs> flooding, and Charlie can't yeah. go home because of mudslides. <laughs> yeah, lots well, of I'll, figure, I'll figure that out later today. <laughs> my, my general rule is as long as there's attraction in some adhesion adhesion on the ground, you know, I, I'll ride for the most part. But My general rule of thumb is if you can pronounce adhesion, you're not drunk. No. <laughs> I said it right the second time. God damn it. <laughs> My general rule is if, if you have, uh, if you can spell adhesion and your rear tire is showing cord, you're, eh. you're probably a stunter. You're probably good. <laughs> Which is the condition of my rear tire in the XR right now. What? Oh, yeah. So. Perfect for the wet slick roads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's called drifting. <laughs> Nothing sticks on metal. Really. <laughs> so you just slalom? Just use the sides? Whatever it takes, man. Exactly. Well, if he's just always <laughs> drifting, he's... <laughs> Excuse me. One more throttle. So um, we did get stuff done today. Let's cover some things that happened. We had two bikes dropped off last night. Like people just couldn't oh, really? wait. Um, <laughs> let's just get to the to the good stuff first. Why don't we, Jim? You had the success of the day. It was, and it was a simple success, which we like. Um, all successes are good, but no, it was it was fun. I. Um, a friend of the garage, Clay, um, one of the most generous, kind people that I know. Here, here. Um, yeah, I, I told him I was in the market for a dirt bike, uh, you know, something for the kids to ride. So I got, you know, teenagers that, um, you know, like to ride and mix it up. And I had a TTR 125 that is an awesome bike. I mean, I've ridden that thing and I can pound the shit out of that all day. Well, fuck yeah. And that 125 will be like, yeah, what's up? I'm still here. Uh. Um, but at the same time, if, if you've ridden it, it's not, you know, you grow out of it. So the kids are, are too big for it. Me and Seamus rode it down in the desert, or he rode it in the Mojave, and it did great, but he's too big for it. So I was looking for a new bike. Uh, put the word out, and Liza kind of connected me with Clay, and. Uh, so Clay's, I got a TTR two twenty five. It's two thousand two, which in California is green stickered. Two twenty five or two thirty. Two twenty five. Really? Yeah. So yeah. So it's TTR two twenty five, wow. and um, so green stickered, which means you can ride it year round here in California. Cool. Um, yeah, except it wasn't running, and uh, it's like okay. 
got that. And uh, and he's had this as his loaner bike. It was just an extra kicker bike sitting around. So he really wasn't that invested in maintaining it. Well, I've been in Clay's garage. I it's never sick, saw this dude. fucking bike. Right. Well, but he has like 10 Thank bikes. Thank you. Yeah, it's sick. But you know, well, Still. he's got Harley Davidson uh, Honda and Harley flat trackers. He's got he's got a sweet little setup. But <laughs> yeah, he does. With that said, it, like Liza said, it was a loner bike that was sitting around, wasn't running, and he just I think you know he's got enough on his plate, and he had gotten it for a loner bike because he was tired of loaning his dirt bikes out, having them come back beat up. So he's like, fuck it, I'll just get a loner. So we've been sitting around not running, and um, so I pick it up last night. Uh, was it yeah yesterday morning but between storms because I knew the roads were all closing nice. left and right and uh, so I jammed up in the break yesterday picked it up and Clay was so generous I can't say enough about that guy coffee everything as soon as you show up anyway so get it back down long story short wasn't running uh, we opened it up today well what did you open up just the valve covers or so it was real it was yeah it was um so we took off the valve covers adjusted the valves and I did it with Emma yeah. and. To, you know, to, on a tangent for a moment with Emma, you know how like we get so anal about where's the mark, top yeah. dead center, <laughs> fucking everything perfect by the All book. Right. You said anal, <laughs> <laughs> which requires precision, which is unlike finding top dead center on a dirt bike. Because I'm looking for the mark, right? I'm turning the thing, looking for the mark. Emma's, I don't know, just looking at the the valves and shit. And she's like, okay, there we go. And I'm like, I don't see a mark. So I get about another quarter inch past. I don't see a mark. She's like, that's fine. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's all good. Right? She's looking at the like, right? You said it was fine a whole fucking quarter inch ago, and it's still fine. And, you know, anyway. So we slap it together, and we adjusted the valves by feel. So basically the intake valve, when we took it apart, was okay. It was just slightly... I called it a butt hair. It opened up and down about a butt hair. Yeah. <laughs> the exhaust valve was just loose. You could tell it was it was wide open. So basically, we we, we did the intake valve at a butt hair. We did the exhaust valve a little bit more than a butt hair, and put it back together. She looked at the spark plug, which was the stock spark plug for it. Took a pair of pliers to it. Gapped uh, it. <laughs> fucked with it for a minute. Yeah, I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> Put it back in. Did it totally by sight, too, I'm assuming. It was all by sight. It was yep. all by sight and feel. And the valves are what was really kind of cool to me. Because once you felt it, it's like it's mm -hmm. like when someone feels tire pressure by hand. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's about 42. And you're like, you're full of shit. Then you measure it, and it is. <laughs> but then once you start doing it, it's not that hard. You actually, okay, you can get a feel for this stuff pretty easily. Yeah, I could uh, I could tell tight on my XR pretty easily now. I like, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. because tight's, you know, it's, anyway, if you've done it, you, you have a feel for the difference. So it's nice yeah. to have the confidence that these machines, as complicated as they are, aren't that complicated. No. And and I think as long as you are just going in knowing that these things are meant to run, and they will. So anyway, we did the spark plug. Um, the other thing that I think was good is we drained the uh, old gas out of the carburetor because our initial intention was to take the carb out, go through it, because they're kind of a funky carb. Um, you was know, it, do was the, it bad? Like, really, did it smell like varnish and shit or what? It was just, like, covered in muck. So uh, okay. the, the, gas did, the gas smelled okay. Yeah. So we're like, all right, let's go with the gas. Um, but we did drain the gas out of the carburetor, so put fresh gas from the tank into it and um, put a battery booster on it so the battery we knew the battery was good and uh, hit it and it wouldn't start. And it's like, ah, shit. But it was sounded good. It's like it had spark. We had check spark. That was good. So she, we were like, fuck it. Let's just hit it with a little bit of ether. So a little bit of starting fluid. Cranked it over. Pow, it fired. 
and it just hummed. So Rad, cool. Yeah, it just need a little kick in the nice. ass. So once we got it running, it was idling super high, and the uh, the idle screw was just pumped way up. So we backed it off almost almost completely the opposite to where it w- where it was. Let it sit for a minute or two, and just just kind of hum for a minute. Did a couple more adjustments and uh, turned it off. Turned it back on. It nice. runs like a champ. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so nice. I hopped on it. I ripped down the railroad tracks a little bit, found some mud, and um, yeah, so it's a good trail bike for the kids. So you know, if you're 150 pounds and want a good solid trail bike, and so it was actually. There you go, kind of folks. Fun. Jim is 150 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was jazzed. I think Liza caught me doing a happy dance in here by myself because I was coming back to the toolbox in the garage. I didn't see anybody. Little did I know, Liza's <laughs> working on her uh, concourse. <laughs> You know, <laughs> chopper project over there. What was funny was I was complaining about how come everybody gets free shit all the time. I never get free shit, right? I mean, everybody just gets free shit. I just don't get free shit. That's just uh, that's just how my life is. And then Chuck comes up to me and he goes, "Hey, I got a seat cover that uh, that I'm, I'm donating or giving away." And like he hands it to me. I'm like, "Oh shit! All right." <laughs> so I got a free seat cover out of that for an XR too. For an XR, I know of all things. And then he handed me a, a, a camel. Tube. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, smoke. Oh. Well, that too. I got a free cigarette from him. Which is nice. <laughs> uh, and he handed me what, a, an inner tube, like a 11090, whatever inner tube yeah. for a 17, like for a supermono. And, and Liza goes, How come I don't get any free shit? And I <laughs> handed to her the inner tube. So she yeah. got some free shit too. You know what? Something I thought was cool about it in the bigger picture was a couple of weeks ago, I had let that uh, XR350 go for pretty cheap. Yeah. You know, that it was an 83 XR350 and it ran, but, you know, same thing, took it apart, put it back together, it ran uh, okay. Yeah. So I let it go for kind of next to nothing because I knew the guy that was going to take it was going to get it running. Yeah. And as it turns out, he's got it completely stripped down. He's painting the frame. You know, he's doing. He's, you know, he's retired. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that thing's going to be back on the trails, and it'll you know be cool. And um, so I let that go for next to nothing. So Clay basically passed this bike on for next to nothing, because like the 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 three fifty, it wasn't getting ridden. It was stuck in a in a you know in in a shed. Yeah. And he knew if he you know passed it on, it would it would get fired back up. It'd get ridden. So it's kind of nice the the community that exists here, and I think other places where this there's this ebb and flow. You get rid of a bike, and Next thing you know, a bike comes in. So it's kind of fun. I like the way that works. It's uh, it's biker karma. Yeah, right. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> especially, especially when you're poor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rebecca brought her Nighthawk 250 in again. It broke another one of the uh, exhaust manifold bolts, the oh, studs. Oh, man. Yeah, the studs. We can't figure out why it keeps popping studs. We, you know what? Uh, didn't you replace those with, like, non-hardened studs or some shit? The, the first time she broke it, you told her to go to the hardware store to get some studs that match the threads, but it was, like, mild steel, whatever, right? Yeah. It was an actual stud head. No, if I sent her to the hardware store, it was to go get studs. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't, like, the right kind of metal studs. No, studs no? are studs. They're all the same they're, hardness? No, they're yeah. all... No, they're not. No. No, no you could get hardened ones, stainless wait, steel wait, 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 I love that Liza, you guys are arguing. I know. Yeah, don't Liza, don't use stock use hardware stores. Uh, uh, I know this. Like, my store that I stock with the fastener uh, engine hour. studs in <laughs> to buy engine studs. So, right. Well, okay, but they were actual engine studs, not just all threads. Allegedly. 
Right, that would they be were an actual studs. They were right. studs. They were actual studs. Okay, well then never mind. It, yeah. Well then so, never mind. So can I throw out a, a thought about what might be going on? No. Sure. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know from from experience from Vespa allegedly that, <laughs> that if if the exhaust pipe doesn't have a flexible joint in it uh, because of the heat cycles yeah. with the pan, the pipe expanding and contracting, that can put enough stress on the stud to make it snap over time. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the case here, but it. I don't, and I don't know what the exhaust is like. On her well, her, her exhaust know. is set up just like the Concourse, where it splits on both sides. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I right? I don't know. Yeah, I've never had a bike. A single you know what? I just realized there weren't any exhaust gaskets on that head. Yeah, there were. They were, were in, there? They were in the head. Were the, they squished the in? Yeah, you can okay, see Okay, okay. Yeah. So, but here's a funny thing. Um, normally, when we do this, we just have to sit there and try and work around the frame and try and get this stuff out. Not Emma. Poor... Poor Rebecca just kind of sat back and watched parts fly. Before she knew it, her engine was dismantled, and the head was completely off in here in the garage. Yeah. Because wow. Emma would much rather pull a stud out of an engine yeah, that's, that's sitting on, a, on the bench. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's you could you see it. Rebecca was just kind of like, what's happening? What's oh, happening? And the funniest is her, thing. Is her bike still here? Wow. My engine's yeah. in two parts. <laughs> but what was funny is Emma had was still in her, her Sunday church clothes. Yeah. Big. Big pearls around her neck, High you know, heels. painted long nails, and she's just tearing the head off the CB250 like it's nothing. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And uh, Lincoln was here helping, and thanks to Lincoln, he came yeah, right and donated Lincoln. a bunch of uh, gear. Uh, sorry, a bunch of tools and, and tarps today. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. No, Lincoln's chill. He likes to. And so to get he his was helping dirty. out, and so both Rebecca and Lincoln were just trying to like figure out what's going on and hand Emma stuff. And I'm watching. I'm seeing the 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 cylinder head come off, and I just turn to Lincoln. And it's like working in like a, I think a surgical hospital, like a machine or something. I'm like, Lincoln, go get wire quick. We need 16 inches of wire for the camp chain. And like, you just shout and, and he's like, huh? And Emma's like, yes, yes, go, go. And it's more like a silver war, a silver war battlefield. It was, it was like, it was, it's it was like, that kind of triage. You know? I was going to say, uh, like, yeah. like that guy that got shot in the leg and right. there's 10 guys standing if, if over we can't him. You, you feed the him leg, the bourbon, the you stick the bullet in his mouth while I saw his fucking leg off. And yeah, Emma had that head off and she got the stud out and then. We didn't have another stud, so she just pulled out a bolt, cut the head off. How'd she get, this, how'd she get the broken stud out? Uh, I'm guessing there might out. have. I watched. She drilled it. Did she? she just put it up on the yeah. on the drill press. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she just went to. It's amazing because I think so many of us who start working on bikes, you take so long to try and work around the things that you think are difficult, but the people who know what they're doing just rip that shit off and get yeah. it done. <laughs> so she ordered a new head gasket. Yes, or uh, Rebecca? Uh, I think I wasn't on Amazon. monitoring, yeah. so I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, she ordered a new head gasket. It should be here in a couple of days. I the, the same thing happened when I put a new pumpkin in a uh, new engine in pumpkin where it came with this stud broken in you know yeah you remember that so i mean i don't know i mean i know that that was hard who could forget too. pumpkin yeah but i mean so i i don't know that that's necessarily like isolated to that vehicle or if it's no it's a, a common center, thing you know what it's i mean yeah thing. So. That might have been the problem. Maybe you should have put a new pumpkin on the engine. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. If she, yeah, she should have. Yeah. The nice I thing agree. though is, is she's going through that bike because she, Rebecca, nothing. You know, we all love her, but she's not the best about the maintenance. Did you see where her chain got so loose it came off? <laughs> oh my gosh! Did you see her, the left side of her swing arm is actually bent to the extent that yeah. I'm like, you may actually want to cut that out and and re. I Wait mean, a minute, her swing arm is bent. We should have a whole podcast arm. dedicated well, to yeah. maintenance deficiencies. If you look at the Nighthawk 250, the swing arm is not burly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like like sheet 
metal almost. So it doesn't take much, but the adjustment plate at the back is completely fucked up. Oh, I see. And the, the swing stop, arm on yeah. the left near the connection is actually bent. And you're like, and she's like, oh, it'll be fine. No, she went down. She, she went down on Black Betty uh, two weeks ago. Oh, did she? Oh, really? Yeah, she didn't, she didn't tell. Oh, yeah, because she came to the baby shower. Uh, yeah, on her way in, in the pouring, pouring rain. rain. On her way to the baby Yeah, on uh, Mount Madonna. Yeah. Well, oh, shit. She told me. Yeah, she told me. She was okay, though. She got up and came to the baby shower. No, she's. Uh, I will. Here's the thing about Rebecca. She's legit. She yeah. is our motorcycle nomad. Yeah. And she rides. Yeah. Because that's the only form of transportation. But, yeah, she crashed um, coming to the baby shower in the, in the rain and the dark into the woods because she thought you were supposed to break with your rear brake. Yeah. I had we had to pull her on the side no, and had a little in little the combo. rain. You can't. Yeah. No, she thought all yeah. the time. No, exclusively. No, not like, all you, the time like the 80 you 20 applied to the rear brake. With the rear brake. Yeah. She's that's, like, that's I didn't think style. But she, she's been riding for like years. That's the funny thing. Yeah, it depends, my, it depends on the bike. My shoes too. and my yeah, glasses yeah. fell off, and it was like but 80% brakes in the front. A heavy bike like, like that, the front brake, if you use too much, it'll lock that front yeah, wheel up. On a lightweight sport bike, it's not. But if you're going downhill yeah. in the rain, what brake are you going to Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, I heavy bike really, really You know what? The thing on my bike, I'd much rather lock the rear brake than the front brake. I'd rather not lock the wheel at all yeah but <laughs> like i'm gonna be putting more pressure on the rear brake and a little front brake but yeah. much i tell lose you this much though the rear, you like know lose that whole concept though with the with the bike <coughs> leaning forward and the weight coming off the back tire it, i don't know how much it applies to black betty because i redid the entire suspension with like yeah. 0.96 springs and and like i think 15 weight oil or the some longer shit. Like, the wheel heavy, base, heavy in the front the longer the wheelbase and the lower the bike the more you can use the rear brake but you're still wanting to use the front brake because that's like 90% to 80% of your stopping point. But I, go I ahead. Just, uh, sure. uh, this is Isaac, a fact. Isaac, recall our event on going down 84 towards Santa Cruz when we switched bikes. I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> you rode my supermoto for like a mile or so, and I rode your bike for like a mile. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, what happened? I couldn't, I, I couldn't find the shifter. <laughs> did it fall off? No, it's no, a dirt it's bike. Just, right. It's a completely different bike. Yeah, I couldn't find bike. the shifter. What was your main complaint about the supermoto? Yeah, what was the brake it's that I that I just easy? that that I couldn't pay to fix it, and I couldn't find the uh, <laughs> and I like couldn't find the controls without practice. Okay. Okay. How does? Where are we going with this? Yeah, where are we going? I don't know. Anyway. Here? I don't we're, know. We're, fuck we're it. going away from that. Rebecca's, Rebecca's badass. She crashed. Yeah. Break however the fuck you want because you got to live with it. How about yeah. that? What's the um, next topic? Charlie. <laughs> yo. Apparently, well, you, you did a little work on. I got shit done today. You got shit done. You did. And you got the scooter running tits well enough that you couldn't stay on it. Is that what happened? <laughs> I was on it most of the time. I saw you rodeo that thing. <laughs> So this is a little what, Arrow 50? little Arrow 50, yeah. I got the brakes working. And then you good. started like going, well, let's do oh, yeah. donuts and shit. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the the first time I tried the donut, I don't think it worked. What what happened? I forget. It just... <laughs> I, I, I had it until I did it. <laughs> yeah. And then I did it again and I got it. And we did the... We did, it, it does everything. <laughs> yeah, the, it does burnouts. It does the the circle burnouts. It does the little hops curbs. It, I I have a I have a question for Charlie. Yeah, you know what what was the bike you just picked up? What's your new bike? 
The Arrow 50? No, 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 no. The Triumph. The Daytona. Yeah, the Daytona. So you just got a Daytona. What is your fascination with this little scooter? Because you love this. Every weekend (laughs) for the last month, you're working on that every weekend. So what's the fascination? He's got a bike that runs. That's why. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had any issues with the Daytona, though. But um, because the little scooters are fun around town. Yeah, because you have fun. You were rallying. You were doing a bunch of donuts in the parking lot. And then you like you launched a little bit. It was yeah. pretty. We, all, we almost lit the parking lot on fire. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> except, to. except for the last time we yeah, got in trouble lot on the last fire. time. We did yeah, that. we're not allowed to do that anymore. Um, nope. You can have a lot more fun on a scooter like that in a parking lot this size than you can on the Daytona. I mean, you know, the Daytona is just too much for a small area. Yeah, right. You know. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I heard like you were out there riding. I heard like she's stringing that here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was. I, I, I don't want to go see. It. I well, I'd, I'd rail the rear brake and I'd like drift it. <laughs> oh, what was the crashing sound I heard? I think that was when Doug looped it. What? He almost hit my fucking car. I did not Dude. loop nothing. I did not loop nothing. All I know nothing. is I saw the scooter. You were like doing a burnout or something, and then it was all of a sudden 12 o'clock in the air. You didn't have it anymore. I didn't loop shit. <laughs> Okay. It was eleven fifty nine. Just yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I did today. I I finally I went there. I was like, you, were you know what? Metal. You know what? Today I'm cutting the frame. There's no, no going back. Yeah. yeah I, I walked in here and that's I saw the uh, shiny metal coming out of the. Yeah, that's that definitely no coming back time. And right I'm there. like, oh yeah, it's done. It's it's going. Yeah. It's on yeah. now. So uh, so yeah, my current project is the 2006 Concourse that I'm turning into a cruiser. And um, but it'll be a like retro power cruiser, and uh, yeah. So without, I finally, without the retro fenders, so everything I'd done up to this point I couldn't do. But I finally went. You know what? Time to cut. Started just cutting the frame away, and that's when you commit. Um, I mean, like legit. You yeah. Know now you gotta so finish it. What was the big decision when you when you were making the cut? What was the decision to cut where you cut? Well, there's a the 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 loop of the frame that supports the seat I know is not necessary for what I'm doing. So I cut most of it away. I still haven't figured out um I didn't cut the lower part of it off because I haven't figured out what I'm going to do with the exhaust. Well, my, you have a, there's my, a lot of wires in there too, right? Uh no, I I got I undid the the wire harness so I could separate everything out. Um, and route it where I want it. Uh, and I've got plenty of room. I'm putting a Vulcan tank on it. Um, so what I would love to do is cut the exhaust down, make them shorties. Oh, man. But mm-hmm. You're going to make them loud. Well, I, I got some baffles. Uh, I, I just brought, uh, I brought some some big baffles. Are you going so. to be in the wall so that club? Be, because it has the, the, the exhaust mounts underneath the rear uh, foot pegs. Mm-hmm. I want to cut the foot peg mount off. She wants to clean the back away. out. She wants to clean the back so end out. So I need out. to take mm-hmm. the second half of the exhaust off. But I don't want to have a loud, obnoxious bike. I want it to be a little bit louder and a little bit more Cruiser-ish. air going through it to open it up a bit. So that's why I'm on the fence. I haven't even gotten under there yet to see what's going on. Because on this bike, um, the engine is the frame. So it's not like there's the frame tube and then you can clearly see the through it the, the exhaust and everything i mean everything is all tight up under there yeah and it's all linked to the engine at different places so i got to figure that out but i'll tell you and, and douglas i know you'll you'll understand this yeah uh, since i sold uh, a lot of my project bikes i've been missing having something to work on and i finally the the f- my favorite part of having a project bike where as you're lying in bed going to sleep 
and you are working on your bike in your mind in bed uh-huh. and sometimes it carries over to dreams where you're doing stuff do any of y'all do this <laughs> is this going to get motorcycle i know what you're talking about and i, I you know because we've talked about this before and yeah. i love that how you're sitting there going through and oh, i could route this here and i can do that and if i do that well then i have to cut that and like you you can picture the entire bike in your head and you can do all the work yeah mentally and problem solve stuff and i think we've both talked about figuring something out while lying in bed and go oh yeah if i do that and that and that that'll fit together and ah oh. i love it when you get to that point yeah. where you know the project you know the bike and you just want to lie there in bed and just picture it well next time we're in bed we'll discuss <laughs> i think liza that sounds to me like um like, like you were saying before about uh, Emma coming in and just pulling an engine off and, and doing the stuff. It's like if you're like when I was messing around with pumpkin doing stuff, there were so many things that I wanted to do where I was like, yeah, but like what if I can't go back and what if it doesn't work out? You know what I mean? And then I finally got through doing everything to it and it was good and everything worked out fine for it, you know, with what I did. But then, you know, when it came to my second bike, I was like, well, you know what I mean? I have another bike and, and I'm just going to go for it. You know, you get yeah. to those points where you're like, you know what? It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, and, and you have confidence, you know what I mean? Yeah, pumpkin was like your safe bet, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, you're not really changing it too much radically. Except, no. Like, except when you put those no. fucking knife levers on it. Yeah. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was not safe. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, the guillotine. But it's the same thing as when you're cutting the frame off and you're sitting there thinking about the things, you like the possibilities. Like, all of a sudden, the possibilities seem a lot more open to you because you're, like, you're pretty confident in your ability to, you know, execute what's yeah. in your mind. And that's why I think it's a good idea to have, like, a... You know, you were talking to me before about it, and as you were saying it, I was visualizing it, but I'm more about putting it on paper and then having, like, a model to go by, because that's what I did with Lucky Charms. And when I put the picture up to Lucky Charms, the way that I built it, it's very similar. It's not exactly the same, because I ran into some issues, but I was still able to... You know, it, it was like having a goal and then working towards it. Close I mean? is good sometimes, man. Yeah, I, I so. couldn't work scattered where you just pull it apart and then figure it out as you go. Like, right. I, I think it's, you know. The other thing I enjoyed about today is with this bike with everything just cut and, and I'm just kind of starting to mock stuff up. I brought Mike over. I'm like, I want to show you what I'm going to do. I'll have this tank on and then I'm holding up. And these bars, I just hold them up and then I put the bars down. I said, <clears throat> I'll have this seat here and I'm just kind of holding it up. And, and he was able to kind of retain all of those things and draw a picture like he got it in his mind the picture I have in my mind where I just kind of was explaining piece by piece he got it and was able to like sketch the bike that's in my mind that's what I appreciate uh, like about Mike is he he is an artist and you know the more motorcycle people we talk to there's a lot of artists in the motorcycle community and and Mike has that eye you know when you look at the leather work he does or the bikes he builds like even pumpkin right get a room you too <laughs> but we, we would be at Laguna I remember distinctly parking the bikes at Laguna Seca for the races a couple of years ago and people stopping to comment on Mike's on pumpkin yeah that's oh, cool so Mike and, has an eye SV650 of all bikes you know what I mean <laughs> that's kind of what I like that's that's the thing and I think it's the same thing with the concourse I, I like to like throw people off because everybody always comes up to uh, to Lucky Charms most people a lot of everybody but most people is that a Harley or they'll be like oh I didn't I didn't know that wasn't a Harley so I like that's what I like about it and then the thing about pumpkin was without you know I don't know they come up and they're just they're they're looking and it's like it's kind of like the leather work too where I, I just gave a book cover to someone the other day and they it's were staring beautiful. at it for like 15 mm-hmm. minutes and they just kept flipping it over and looking at it and looking at it and they, the one thing they said was it was just like I keep finding more and more stuff on it more and more details and and I think that that's kind of special because 
you know, it's it's like when this bike is done, she can park next to like the Road King or whatever, all those other crazy $30,000 bikes. <laughs> and people are going to come up to this bike and check it out and, and look it. at this and, oh, but that's that. And like, what is this? And oh, and then they'll visualize the bike that they know you, you said it is. You know what I mean? And, and it just gets, it's like, it's a really interesting thing how you get other people involved in it. And I, and I think that's, it's it's more than just being an individual thing, but it kind of brings people and it draws people in a positive way. You know? Yeah, I love it. Um, hey, Knock, what did you get done today? Oh, I didn't do jack shit today. <laughs> I saw him get a free cigarette. I got a free cigarette. Besides complaining about not getting any free shit. I, well, I got yeah, free shit by complaining about much. it. I guess that's a. I guess that's a, something I did. Well, <laughs> you did uh, share with us something you're going to be doing next month. Oh, uh, well, oh, I'm going up to the one motorcycle show. Yeah, yeah a friend yeah, of mine. Whoop, whoop. A friend of mine, Aaron, um, works for a company that brokers prototyping components for companies. And what they did was they built this thing called an open source motorcycle. And what it is is uh, you could actually right now download the parts from this company called Fictive, F-I-C-T-I-V. And um, what it is is our, what it is is it's a plan uh, for a Ducati. Uh, Can I do it with a, a 3D? plan for a motorcycle based on a Ducati motor with a 3D printer? Can I put um, it like at the library? No, this is you'd have <laughs> the, the plans are for CNC parts and and cross members and shit like that. That's Anyways, cool, um, she's showing this bike in, at the uh, Portland Motorcycle One Show, the one motorcycle show in Portland, and uh, we're, we're driving up there in a van. You know, up there on the road for about a day and a Thank half. Thank God you're not riding your motorcycle up there. No, I know because that'd son be of a I'd, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> son of a bitch. Over, over the Siskiyous yeah. in the wintertime? Oh my God. Yeah, that man over here just don't get Well, the yeah, that's the thing. It's it's going to be kind of a gnarly drive up there during, you know, February. But yeah. yeah. The mountains. Well, the weather's like this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're going to take Highway 5. Hopefully it won't be that horrible. You know? Yeah, but, yeah. You'll be taking oh, the straight shot. Yeah. There's, there's still some pretty oh, hilly, yeah. curvy areas. Oh, yeah, no. It's good. I've. It's going to be shitty. But, you know... We're going to be up there for a little bit, um, and uh, we're going to be hanging out. And I don't know what the plan is. I uh, have to confirm it, actually. But uh, I'll, party! Be, I'll be up there in Portland. We're going to get our party on. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's too bad because um, one of our Patreon subscribers, uh, Tim Crosby, he offered to meet you guys halfway and ride up with you. Hey, uh, hey Tim. Yeah. Yeah, so I wish uh, somebody's I wish I hardcore. That's a ballsy ride from here, though. I'll say yeah. this I'm, time of year over the Siskiyou. Yeah, I'm just a, hey. uh, a hired hand, basically. I'm, I'm Aaron's, there, Aaron's bitch and moving this bike around a little. You're bit, a hired so. hand, huh? Yeah. So, Mike, what did you do today? Um, well, I rode my car down because I thought I was being smart. You know, but you went somewhere. <laughs> yeah, well, you did went, something. Yeah. So, uh, Josh Sheehan from from uh, Basket Case Magazine, he came here a couple months back with his uh, Triumph Custom, and talked about his magazine, uh, Basket Case, mm-hmm. and they're up on uh, issue number three. And so, you know, they've been gaining a lot of support from the local motorcycle community, and. Um, they have a release party every time they have a magazine, like a local one. Did you get some free shit? Uh, no, because Mary was so pregnant, you know what I mean? Like, she couldn't fit at the table, and the band was loud and stuff. Are you really going to blame it on, are you going to blame this on your I pregnant wife? I swear to God, I had to, like, like, I had to convince her that I would do something for her if we could just stay for a little while and watch the band, you know? It looked like it was going to be a fun time. I had, I was watching that stuff on Instagram, and, you know, they had, a, like, a lot of raffle prizes, a lot of cool, a lot of cool local shit, it seemed uh, like. Seriously? Where, where was this happening? It was at Don Quixote's up uh, on uh, Highway 9 oh, wow. yeah. in Felton, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so it was, it was super cool. We came down here a little bit earlier because I just wanted to see if anybody else wanted to come up with us. 
but his uh it was it was fantastic it was really cool like it, it was it was just it was packed it was a packed house standing room only um they sold tons of raffles tons of magazines and like everybody there was just very very nice cool it was not uh you know but uh i'll say a couple things about his current magazine if, if anybody listened to the podcast when josh was here we asked him what is up the butt bike was and he was talking about this blue bike that you know his friend had and it just excuse me it sat there in a barn and he just every time he sees it like he's just like all he thinks about is that bike and then i spoke to him like a few weeks later and he actually messaged me and it was, sent me a picture and it said my utb so he got the bike right oh wow yeah so they, they bought a, he got it it's a shovel head right yeah it, nice. so he what he did was he he actually featured the bike in this uh this episode and he, can i just say a couple of things about the, what it says no no oh yeah, it's really cool so the the story of the bike like he, the article on the bike he said no <laughs> no the, the article pictures? on, on we his like up pictures. the bike is uh the bike is called blue dynamite and it's like a, um, <laughs> it's crazy the story behind it is i'll just read it it says it's 4 a.m and the witching hour has come pigs across the state are doing a shift change cops uh <laughs> city cops jump on the freeway and head towards the station that's my cue my bike was loaded with two pounds of peanut butter crank three sticks of dynamite and a, hold on and a sleep deprived adrenaline junkie with nothing to lose old blue is ready too she fired right up after the two primer cycles in one kick from the foothills of sonora i skirted back roads to the 580 i'm the only only one on the road. My eyes are stark red and have never been clearer. Only two hours and 50 minutes to Oakland. I had done this run many times before, had a few run-ins with the fuzz, but I never had this big of a payday ahead. My nerves are racked. I had thought about every scenario possible. My this is what it's like. Drop. Hold on. <laughs> or it might be a bust. You can't win if you don't play the game. Let me tell you, it was a, I was deep in the game and winning was the only option. I had never anticipated the need to, to use the full sticks of dynamite I had carried religiously until tonight. I was oh always more of a scare tactic. Everyone I knew I had them on me and most people were scared of me regardless. I had quite the reputations on the street from the Bay Area to LA they called my bike Blue Dynamite. Fast forward to today, Blue Dynamite is still with us, but its original owner, who will not be named, is not. He ended up using the dynamite that early morning. The deal went south. The cops were waiting for him, and his only response was to make the entire building scatter with a flick of his zippo. He went out like a gangster. Damn. Yeah. So, you know, the story goes on, but, like, that was the owner of the bike, and, and his daughter took the bike, and wow. the guy's in San Quentin, and uh, it sat for a while. So, I don't know. I, I have a question, Mike. Shoot. If you're riding a bike with dynamite in it, do you wear all the gear all the time? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. But I mean, like, so that, that's the kind of shit that he has in here. Like, we talk about stuff like everybody's like, oh, what's the story of that bike? Like, when we went to the museum, the Talbot Museum, it's like every bike has a story and, like, the story is really special. And I mean, they really do. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's just pretty interesting for him to be able to, you know, publish stuff like that. And, and you know, this, this has got a new featured artist in it. Um, Are there any chicks with tattooed nipples? There's sh not tattooed nipples, but there's a Senate <laughs> right there. Yep. Hello, she was at the. Uh, the there are hella titties in that magazine. Yeah, she was Sorry. at the. Uh, she was there today too. Signing up. You know, it so. is true. Every bike has a story. Uh, my concourse has a really cool story. Yeah. Um, it involves a watermelon, a snake, and a couple Girl Scouts, but I can't <laughs> tell it over the air. Yeah. Was that the one with the electric chainsaw? <laughs> 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 so guess what people it's the middle of fucking winter yep uh, a lot of people are snowed in rained in mudded in a little bit whatever in flooded in <laughs> got a tree I know, to their living yard I know is it time i know a lot of people are not riding but you know what this is a great time to find deals on project bikes 
this is when people are just like, you know what, I'm just never going to get around to it, and and I want to put my truck in the garage, or I got that old bike out back covered in snow. There are deals to be had. This is the time. So, it's time for the Craigslist And I went to somewhere <laughs> sure to have snow. I went to mm-hmm. Chicago. Oh, yeah. Oh, they've um, got all kinds of problems other than snow. Chi-town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I found a pretty cool little bike here. It's a 1974 Honda CB360T. Okay. Covered in snow. No, it's in his garage. Complete. Okay. Ooh, it looks clean. Covered in a snow-covered garage. $450. Wow. Okay. I know, for a CB360T. Doug, let's Um, get an eight ball. Randwin Park. I'm in. Uh... 1970, uh, yeah, 1974, sold as is or goods parts bike because it doesn't have a title or in this case spelled tittle. Mm. No tittle. <laughs> There's like way, one no. way too many T's in that. <laughs> there are ways to get to title. We've said it. Oh, Cleveland Motor has talked fuck, about right? it. Yeah, send it to There's Vermont. Vermont. Yeah. Uh, 12,000 miles, motor is free, price is firm, cash only, compression is 100 on both cylinders, which is a little bit low, but yeah. this is a complete bike you guys um the gauges are there the seats intact the tank looks clean cb360t is a bike that will go up in value eventually because a lot of us had them that was the first bike i had it's a good looking classic standard and that's what makes it more collectible pretty common but these cbs are just really fun bikes and this is how i learned to do a lot of wrenching on these bikes it feels like it's way too good to be true but it's a classic 1970s bike. Sure, it's, it's when a you classic see band. when you see no tittle. That's usually if somebody doesn't know how to navigate the system. That know nothing about tits. <laughs> so if you live in Vermont, it's surprisingly easy to register a non-titled bike because that was my first bike was non-titled and it took me like a week to to get a uh, a transferable registration for it. That's right, and that's what I wrote out here. The spike looks clean. Yeah, well, like real now clean. it has no title again. I never yeah. transferred it. Tell Phil. <laughs> well, it still has a title. It's just we live in California, and like California is like where it's at. So it knows it, how to party. But this is just showing it when it's you're snowed in. There are deals to be had. It's a good time to find a project. Totally. Um, and speaking of no tittles, um, a <laughs> lesson was learned not by me, but um, they were very cute though. So, uh, you may recall about a year ago, you guys, I got that Ninja 250 oh, yeah. that I yeah. fixed up and sold. Yeah, the one you sold. You and got, like, two at the same time. You got that and another bike. Well, it had, like, that big, like, sissy bar thing, no. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, okay. um, yeah, I got it for free. been sitting in storage and got it running pretty easily. And I sold it to this young woman who had come on the naked ride and said she was looking for a bike. I'm like, I got one right here. Oh, here we go. And almost every young person I have sold a bike to, turns out that they never go down and do the registration. Fucking oh, millennials. That's Jesus. what it is. Really? Millennials. <laughs> are, you, are you getting shit from no, 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 no. I'm not. Well, here's the deal. I'm not the registered owner. My cousin is. He's the one who gave it to me. Um, I I gave her a signed title. Okay. Everything's done. So I get a call from her like uh, this week, and she says, "Hi, remember me? I bought that bike. Um, yeah, I I 
I uh, went online to order new stickers from the DMV, <laughs> new registration, and oh, they boy. they wouldn't give them to me because I said I'm not the owner. I said, well, <laughs> what what's what's going on? I gave you a signed title. Yeah, I don't know. They just said that um, it's not under my name, so I can't pay for registration. She's never registered yeah. under her name. Oh, I was supposed and to I'm do something like, with okay. that sign title. Well, so she said, "Can I come over on Sunday?" And I said, "Sure, but I'm not the owner either, so I can't. There's nothing I can give you. But come on over, and I can collect." She goes, "Yeah, the DMV gave me paperwork for you to fill out." It was funny because I was walking past Liza like part of this conversation. Did she not transfer the title? Well, all no. I all I heard was um, Liza say. You do have the title, don't you? And I looked over at um, what's his name, and I said, "That's never a good sign." <laughs> and so um, she says, "Yeah." So the DMV gave me this paperwork, and it's um, uh, application for duplicate title. I said, "So okay, here's the issue. Um, it's not me. I'm gonna have to mail this to my cousin. Uh, you're asking him to take a day off from work to go to the DMV, get in line, and to pay what's it like, thirty-five bucks or?" 50 bucks for a duplicate title. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's going to do it. <laughs> I said, so just curious. I did give you a signed title. What happened to it? Did you not turn it in? Oh, well, no, I had it in my wallet, but I lost my wallet. Oh, Jesus. Oh, fucking right. A year later. Shit out of luck, buddy. Wow. Fucking so basically, she just never did. Oh, the registration was good for another year, so she ignored it, lost yeah. it. <laughs> so I'm like, just, you I don't know. Think she, I don't think she lost it. I think she did. I mean, I gave it to her. Well, she didn't lose it. She was just like waiting for the next opportunity. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I said, you know, just so you know, I hope this is a lesson learned for you because if you had bought this off of somebody on Craigslist who isn't like the person who runs a recycle garage and gives a shit about people like you, they would have said, screw you. <laughs> Not going to happen. You know, there's a couple of lessons. The first thing I asked Liza when we were talking about this morning was, did you fill out your piece of paper that? You know, I did, you, right? and, I, and I turned it into the so DMV. So, lesson number one, when you sell a bike, fill that shit out, turn it in. Do it. Really, <laughs> really, release man. a liability yeah, form. Really? Secondly, yeah, well, but I'm like, how many people don't do that? The other thing is, like, when I went to uh, get that bike from Clay, Clay's rad in so many ways, but just one of the ways was he walked out, he goes, here's the title. It was like this nice white envelope. You could tell he had stored it somewhere specifically, yeah. where it was easy to find. Yeah, was, I got a file for all my motorcycles. Right? Yep. So it's like, yeah. so the, the paperwork matters. Oh, yeah. So That's um, like the only thing that's real, according to the state. I mean, and, you know. And bless her heart, she was not prepared. She handed me a blank document to fill out, and I said, uh, there's a problem here. <laughs> you have to yeah. fill out this what's, what's the VIN? I, I don't know. I don't have any of this information. I gave you all the paperwork. Oh, I'm sorry. And she's a college kid. She doesn't know. Yep. I said, so, look. Is this her first vehicle? Yeah, like, I trans- think so. Okay. That's why I'm just sharing. Okay, like, that makes sense then. Yeah. She, she doesn't know. Um, but I just said, here's what you're going to do. We're going to do a bill of sale. So I need you to go home, print out bill of sale, fill out everything except for the part where it says seller's signature. Yeah. And I will get that signed for you. But... You need to do all of this work. And, you know, I, I just hope you learn this lesson. I hope everyone learns the lesson. Just because the registration is paid, don't wait. Yeah. Just get it done. Yeah. I, I just had an issue with uh, with Lucky Charms because I went to go and get uh, my license plate <laughs> fell off. And um, when I went to go get a new one, and I, they, I had the whole fucking gamut of problems that I had to run through to, to, to solve to get any of my paperwork done oh shit yeah the, the first part was that I went to get the new license plate and they're like oh you can't do that you need to get a police report so I go down to the oh, highway geez, patrol really? why they filled out a police report 
I, I don't know why. Because bureaucracy? Yeah, yeah, because that's what they want. So then I did that, and then I go back, and then they're like, oh, you need to get a brake and light inspection. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I, I already went through all that shit with Pumpkin. Because that has so much to do with why well, you're Well, lost. so, no, but the reason why was because um, my title was no longer valid because when I got into my accident, it was totaled. Oh, but, I see. I mean, it's a salvage title. So now yeah. it's a salvage title. get a salvage title back in the system, you got to break it. Yeah, so, so that was the whole the whole nine yards. So then, so then I was like, okay, fine. So they give me a list of, of things to do, and they say I have to get it done before the 22nd. So what I did was I rewired everything on the bike, and I put everything back to, like, Is that standard. why you were scrambling like a motherfucker the <laughs> other week? Like like a, yeah. like a fucking asshole. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the dark. <laughs> That's my MO, though. You know how yeah, I'm yeah, I know. into the I podcast. I, yeah. I have a question, and, too. And, I, um, and uh, since my... <sighs> Forgive me if this is already being covered, but since my uh, dirt bikes have been stolen and been recovered, on my titles, are they going to be nope salvaged? No. Nope. no, there was no insurance claim. Yeah, exactly. That, that's the story. If, if the bikes have been totaled in an accident. Well, no, it could be stolen, too, well, but if no, it goes through insurance. They have not been totaled. Okay. You know, they've just been... right. Stolen and, and recovered. recovered. Yeah. yeah. No. Then, no, you don't have to do it. Uh, no, salvage is when insurance company goes to Exactly. Because they, no they say that no the nothing. bike isn't yeah. good. So somebody has to say that the bike is. And what I did was I went over to this guy and, and I brought the bike up, you know, and, and he's like, oh, this is a problem. That's a problem. And I was like, dude, just like you said, I took a half a day uh, off, went over there, went at, to go fix it. At a break and light inspection station? Yeah, over yeah. in San Jose. I yeah. know a guy, if you guys, <laughs> but I'll, I have to run over everything you have to do to get it to yeah. pass. And then, so he said no. And then I was like, fuck, you know, and then, and then Saturday came around last week and I, and I did the things that he said to do and I brought it back and the guy like he wouldn't take my money to put it through the inspection because he was telling me this is what you need to do yeah. so he was cool in that sense he didn't just like take it and then say alright give me 90 bucks so then I brought it back on Saturday and he's like oh yeah no like I said you still have to do this and he was just like so busy that he, when he came over he just like pointed a few things out and I was like bro I've been working on hours for this fucking thing yeah were your so, turn signals too close or something or? no no they, I think it's like nine inches or something like yeah. that but I have like multiple turn signals on the back I have like <laughs> right. the ones on my four <laughs> no no you can have a whole bunch, bunch. yeah Quadrophenia. So, so then so I mean if you guys want I could tell you all this stuff but anyway so I leave on Saturday and he's like no I, I can't do it I think Doug wants to know I can't do it so then Saturday comes and I'm like it's like it's like 11 o'clock in the afternoon and I was like yo fuck this I'm going to cycle gear and I had some electrical shit in my side bag so I, I like literally pulled the entire back end of my bike apart and like rebuilt it and like I bought some headlights and a thing and I rewired everything and and I, and I drove back there, and the guy was looking at me like, are you fucking serious, dude? I was like, bro, you better fucking pass me. Hey, and I said to him, yeah, and I said to him, I was like, and dude, it was like, I like zip-tied this and put that together. And as long as that shit. I rerouted all the wires. As long as this shit works, man. I swear to you, dude, it looked like, it looked like geriatric. Well, not yeah. like Douglas with duct tape flashlights on it. Yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't quite that bad. I mean, it, it, but they had, I had put DOT lights on it, and yeah. luckily I had wires, and and uh, connections and shit like that. So I put the whole thing together. He passed me. And on the way home, you know, because I knew that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday was going to rain and I couldn't take the bike out. I had to get a VIN verification of the DMV. So I just stopped at the Saratoga DMV on the way back, which, by the way, any Santa Cruz people, fuck Capitola DMV. <laughs> Go right to any other one, Watsonville, Saratoga, or uh, uh, Los Gatos. And, and I went there and I was in and out in like 25 minutes. They did a VIN verification. Nice. Give me all my paperwork. The only problem was I didn't have my title with me. Oh, so that, that's good to know because Jake got fucked over at the DMV the other day for her motorcycle permit license transfer thing. 
it's a whole other story, but... Um, yeah, you really got to get all your fucking shit in order and, and follow it to the T, because they don't even fuck around, man. They just, they'll dismiss you real quickly. If oh, there's, yeah. like, oh, any yeah. kind of, like, issue, yeah. they're just like, oh, I'm sorry, like, go oh, do this, and you're like, dude, seriously? I spent hours researching and filling things out, like, and you didn't, why didn't you tell me that last, they don't care. So as long as everything is, like, in order, then they take me. And when I went to the DMV last time, with all this shit with my title, I was there for, like, Three hours. I was there. I got there at twelve twenty-eight, and I didn't Jeez. see somebody till two Liza was wow. nice, and it took yeah. me three minutes. And Did they, you guys they gave me all yeah. my shit. hear about the new Stephen King book coming out? It's entirely set at the DMV. No, <laughs> but I can believe it. So, so wow. like how, how many? It's DMV seventeen hours long. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's filmed it's on a Thursday it and then on a Friday. Yeah. yeah. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was having a conversation with Emma. Emma, who loves all bikes, and I said, Emma. Surely there is a bike that you hate. Come on, there's got to be a bike you hate. I think everyone has a bike they hate. She said, no, love them all. Like, come on. Yeah, come on. Like, CB400T, doesn't she hate that one? Coming from somebody who loves the bandit? Mm. She does. So, like, um, I I say, come on, there has to be something you hate. Um, I said, you know, like, I hate... I hate the PC 800. <laughs> I just do. It's a marshmallow. You? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I do. I hate. Yeah. I hate that bike. I, I, I love know, to. Man. I love to hate that bike. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love to hate that bike. It's an easily hateable um, bike, but she it's said, not. You know. No, no, no. Love them all. I said, all right. New game. Oh, this is like, damn it. I'm out of material. It's called the Crusher. <laughs> You've been appointed to take one bike. From history. Out of commission. Out of commission. Send oh, all the models to the crusher as if it never existed. <laughs> I want to go around the room and Fucking see what people think what don't their take mine. You guys know you what know crusher what? bike is. And Knock, Phil, what do you got? Phil, if you're listening to this, tell us your crusher bike, because I know I imagine he's got some interesting <laughs> ones yes. to fucking crush up. I think it's a like an early like a 1979 Goldwing. <laughs> that's where I was sure going. Yeah, uh, like what Mike was saying earlier. Don't like mine, <laughs> you fucking the bro. That's it's mine. It's true though. It's, it's mine. You want to say it? Yes. Okay, the so katana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I I hate the earlier katanas too. I just I just it's ugly. not the I, for me. It's like the I want if like, you could take the styling and put it in the crusher so nobody would ever design a bike like that looked like that. Yeah. I wonder what that thing would look like I if, would totally if somebody did what Liza's doing with the contour. I wonder if you could actually <laughs> yeah. make it better. You know. Yeah, I, I don't know. it's yeah. That, it's debatable uh, if I'm making that bike better, yeah. but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at this bike over here. Well, the best thing about it is you've cut off everything that was falling off anyway, so you've at least done that. It'll be so much better once you paint the tank. No, I think that thing looks badass right the way it is. And I think you that should profile leave. profile is sick, dude. It what do you like call that bulldog. thing, Mike? The contour? You should Mike. just call it the contour. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You should, you should like, leave no, the battery box. It. Is that what it's called? It's a concourse? concourse? Oh, the concourse. Yeah. Uh, apart but contour is a good name. On that concourse, <laughs> uh, apart <laughs> from the totally. engine and the wheels, anything bigger than my head, I have removed. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> no, that's good. Um... So, all right, I, I'm I'm with you on the katana. Yeah. Jim, yeah. do you have a bike you would send to the Crusher for all time? Actually, I have one more, but I'll oh. get back to that later. Oh, no, 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 that you love to hate. Uh, Buell Blast. Ah, <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think yeah. it'd be okay to make that bike. I think it'd be okay. <laughs> I was actually going down the Buell Road, too, because it's so close to well, home, so... <laughs> Wait a minute. Most of the Buells are pretty fucking rad. No, they, they are. are rad. No, they the are large rad. bikes are rad. The, you can the get a blast. You can get it for cheap as fuck, too. Because <laughs> yeah. no one wants them, and they're great bikes. Yeah. This yeah. is true. So what bike would you crush, Jim? 
you know the only reason I would say this is you see it you see it customized a lot and a lot of cool shit done to it, but it, it's a Virago. A, the name just kind of sets me <laughs> oh sideways. God. John's not gonna like it. It's, it's a really horrible name, <laughs> but it's a terrible name. I kind of like John's later year Virago that sounds like a VW bus. <laughs> yes, it does. I, I hate it. the early years. I thought the to- the styling, the tank, and that weird at the neck of the frame. I thought it was weird and looking, but so I yeah, hate the Virago tax. The Virago, yeah. t- the Virago does make my penis soft. So <laughs> that was what I was gonna cry. I love you, John, but yeah, sell that shit. <laughs> Bagel, you have a, wow. a bike you love to hate? You know, I've been trying Wait, to... Wait, I just want to save you. Make sure you do not say the Elite. I'm not going to say the Elite. Okay. Because you're going to get punched in the dick. <laughs> right away. I can I was, reach you. You know, I was, I was trying to even think of a specific scooter that I hate. And, and there are some, you know, pretty, you know, <laughs> useless, useless scooters. No, they're, they're, they're good scooters. It's just, you know, they're not the best. But... I was trying to think of a scooter oh. that there was something that I really despised, and I couldn't think of a Chinesium. specific... Chinesium. Come on. Stop. I was going to say that. Oh, I, damn it. I was Chinesium. I was just going to say the Chinesium. Wipe out. <laughs> just get to the point. Yes. But that, but that's the easy answer. Well, it is, but it's... I mean... Come on. Pick a classic I, out of time that you just make sure... What makes your dick soft, Bagel? <laughs> I could, I mean, I could get into pretty much any scooter. You, you just, I, seriously, I mean, you just ask, you just ask them what makes your dick soft. I can't, you know? I can't think he of. He says any. he can get into any one of them. <laughs> the contrary of that is what makes your dick hard. Well, there's lots that does that. But, <laughs> anything, but, anything that, my, anything my that doesn't that you can that. stop. Let's let him answer the question. So, okay, but I, I, I don't know of a specific brand because there are so many Chinese brands, but they're all sure. the same fucking bike. Right. So it, it's Chinesium. Yeah, you know, Chinese. That's all I gotta say. And yeah. it, it would be different if they actually put, you know, serious effort into good engineering and good quality workmanship and and materials to build good bikes that would last. That would be fine, but they, they are built so cheaply and just with the worst quality stuff that it's just, they're, they're so useless and, and just annoy the hell out of me just whenever I see them. And, Sounds you know, like every, my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> every, every once in a while, there'll be a good one, <laughs> but the vast majority of them are just crap and they're going to die soon. So. They sully the name of all scooters. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <clears throat> Anything Chinese. All right, yep. Mike, you said the Katana. Yep. Yep. All right, Charlie. Any bike you buy on Craigslist, when when you drain the oil, there's metal shavings. Oh, <laughs> yeah, fuck I, that shit. I love that there's still glitter at the bottom of the oil pan to this there day. Is. It's awesome. Come on, yeah. Charlie, you have to pick a model to obliterate from the planet. The stretched Honda Ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever ridden one though? It's terrible. You should, have you ridden it though? I haven't ridden a normal Honda Ruckus or a stretch Honda Ruckus. <laughs> you but should, why would you? You should stretch try it. a Honda Ruckus. It's because what they're doing is they're putting a 150 cc GY6 motor in their signal. Well, that's different because they're Hawaiian but, motherfucker. Or, or, or a 600 cc uh, Silverwing motor or something Wait, crazy. Would like you say that. that's the Gateway scooter? You could. I mean, it, it definitely, Rockets, I have nothing against. It I definitely is is a, a, an easy scooter to get into scootering with, and a lot of people do that. They'll buy one cheap and just you know ride it's like around a utility. It's kind but of like then, a more of a utility scooter. Yeah, kind of. But once once they get you know uh, max themselves out at the fifty cc level, they want 
you know, something more than that. More, more power. power. They just throw I in can't a new just motor. Buy another bike. Let's ho- <laughs> do a whole engine pro- rebuild. Right, but but you get a cheap GY6 motor. You know, again, it's just Chinesium, but you can throw it in there and <laughs> it might know. last 500 miles. It might right. last 3,000. Who knows? And if it blows up, then you buy another one for 200. <laughs> yeah. bucks. Okay, wait, wait. A GY6 <laughs> motor is a motor built by who originally? Uh, originally by copied? Yamaha, I believe. Okay. Yes. Okay. But has been copied and cloned in in infinitum by the by various Chinese companies. I see. Okay. And it's it's kind of like the standard Chinese scooter motor now. Okay, like uh, if you were to get a crate GY6 motor, how much would that cost versus like a Chineseium one? Would you say? Oh, like an actual Yamaha one? Yeah. Oh God, I have no idea. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, probably seven hundred thousand. A thousand at least, I would think. Yeah. Beagle just buys Chineseium. <laughs> no, I don't buy, I don't Why buy would you buy one good motor if you can buy five cheap motors? Right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the good good motors last you more than five times the cheap motors would. Yeah. All right, Douglas. What do you send to the crusher? Ducati dry clutch. What? Oh, oh boy. Click, 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 and doesn't and I don't know how these these dry clutches are constructed, but just the way they sound, they sound like they're rattling themselves to I, death. I, yeah. I mean, do well, they fall I've, apart? That it looks like something out of, a, out of a steampunk uh, movie. I have had I, a Ducati with a dry clutch. I know. I know. Don't you they have had one? More? I know. A lot of people have uh, experience with these dry clutches. Don't I, they rattle I, more? Understand? Or something? I personally just don't like them. I think they're annoying as fuck. Mm-hmm. This is coming yeah. from a guy who's, ridden, uh, who's ridden a death bike. They just rattle when they're in neutral. <laughs> yeah. When they're and they're neutral or if it's like in, gear in gear and you pull so the lever. If I was to send one one series of bikes to the uh, crushing squad or the the crunching squad, uh, it would be the... Uh, MS Thighs, that's the crusher. It would be the yeah. Ducati dry clutch. <laughs> any any Ducati with a dry clutch. Wow. Is there a benefit Definitely. of a dry clutch over yes, it's, a white clutch? It's easier to swap the plates. It's a, it came from that's racing. That's a whole right. well, other And so when they want to swap the, the plates, it's they don't have to crack open the, the side right. case. Yeah. Mm. Um, I would like to say if you have a complaint about Douglas's crusher bike, <laughs> Douglas at gmail.com. Yeah. No. Please email me. My email is 831douglas at gmail.com. Please. Go fuck yourself. I mean, email me. <laughs> I will say, though, sit on the suspend. that changing clutch plates is not the end of the world if they're not dry clutch, but I mean, it might be that much easier if all you have to do is pop a couple bolts and springs and throw it some is. plates. You know what I mean? Like, cool. That's pretty cool. You don't have to drain all the yeah. oil and but do that fuck, whole do, fucking thing. Do an oil thing. change. Anyway, you know yeah, I mean? which is yeah. which, which is yeah. great if you're racing, but if but if you're on the street, it's fucking loud and annoying. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. Yeah. I, agree. Well, I mean, how which, often? Which was you... the, the the my point is is it's when it's on the street. And well, so so they get so. super loud and annoying because people put like vented clutch covers because they want to hear that shit rattle. Like <laughs> it's cool. Oh well, it's funny. I'm, I'm you know, with the cover on there, it's not so bad. Yeah, loud not, clutches not save lives. Rev your throttle. You have to like rev your dry clutch it's like, right dude i i always think of what liza said every time i hear one like right off the bat i'm like i think there's something wrong with his bike <laughs> yeah. like, I, until i like look at it i'm like oh it's a ducati it's got to have a dry clutch well it That's totally it sounds like somebody put a bunch of forks in the garbage disposal totally. yeah just turn it on yeah, like, exactly <laughs> so let me liza have you or have you not ever told somebody to go up to somebody with a dry clutch and Ask them, hey, uh, Can you turn make that down? them say, hey, 
Is there something wrong with your clutch? <laughs> no, I say, is there some, you, there, I think something's loose on your bike. Right. <laughs> so, or just well, give them some just, pennies. That's yeah. like that's like the hey, you got a headlight out on a sport bike, you know. <laughs> I get that all the time. <laughs> all right, and Isaac, what's your crusher bike? I'd love to go with a katana because I've never seen a good one, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like the white whale. Like I've seen katanas and they're all fucking rattle can black. It's, it's the worst shit. Trying to hide well, you it. haven't seen any stolen ones, man. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I don't know the model, but it, it's a Suzuki Straight or, pipe or a Kawasaki Cruiser. It's a metric cruiser, Wait. and and you have to take the pipes off to change the oil. You have oh. to take the whole exhaust off. You have to do that, you to do that the Yamaha V-Star, V-Star, too. Yeah. The V-Star it might be 650. The V-Star. That sucks. Yeah, well, you have to... Um, any, that whole shit deserves crossing. Any Suzuki. No, that, the Yamaha V-Star 650 will model Black Betty, the one that Rebecca has. You have to pull the front right... Um, Exhaust. The fuck? No, no, the, uh, oh, the foot header? peg. Yeah, you loosen it up, and then you could loosen the exhaust and kind of slide it up, and then you could pull the the, the filter out. It's kind of a as pain far as day. I'm concerned. Man. If you have to take it makes the exhaust me not want to do the oil. The oil. Yeah. Oh, is it just the it filter or the oil bolt? The filter, so just the filter. If it's every other oil change, yeah. Yeah, but it's 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 a fucking. I mean, you do it's it once or twice, you, you know the trick. But I mean, even still, like that bike's really low and getting the pan yeah, under it. But, it's like yeah. you gotta stay. It's it's a pain. But, but I, also the katana. Can I just say that for, <laughs> for when when you have to change the oil, you're supposed to get the engine warm first. If you design the the vehicle so that the exhaust system needs to be removed <laughs> to change the oil, that's yeah. a fucking stupid design. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's if you if you gloves. watched if you watched the Harley and Davidson's um, uh, nope. documentary, whatever it was, it was actually pretty interesting because they're showing at the end how like they were kind of going like down with their designs and um, they said something I don't know if it's how true it is uh, to what actually happened but it seemed like they were selling their blueprint design to the cruiser uh, right before they got to that cruiser you have up on the window there Liza yeah. and uh, so like all these Japanese manufacturers offered to like give them like tons and tons of money which came at the right time because they had just come up with a new product they wanted to put out and they needed the backing so they sold all their old um, blueprint designs <coughs> for cruisers so I, I think that's I don't know you know, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody, but uh, I'm pretty sure that's where like the Japanese market started for like the cruiser style bikes or something. Hmm. You know, I mean, um, it's interesting. <clears throat> interesting. I'm gonna say, um, so let's say <laughs> if Trump was in charge of crushing bikes, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> remove your no, say, Yeah, great. It'd be Here the best from my ever. lips, we're gonna crush these bikes. I'm gonna say, crush <laughs> any scooter. That the person driving it is wearing flip flops. <laughs> hey, um, hey, you're breaking your own rules. Not the scooter. <laughs> unless, unless, unless the flip flops are accompanied by. We're gonna grab those bikes by the pussy. <laughs> I'm gonna say crush any sport bike that the rider is wearing head to toe matching outfit that matches the bike. <laughs> Wait, what if it's what if it's what if it's track gear though? That's funny. It's, I can't stand that. I'm gonna say any. Harley or custom with a peanut tank, but I'll give you a chance to change out that peanut tank. I just can't stand <laughs> peanut tanks. <laughs> I just can't stand peanut tanks at all. Um, uh, yeah, how about how about any there, one over there? <laughs> how about any bike with straight straight pipes? Yeah. Oh, that's fucking no. loud and annoying. No, no. If you if shit. you rev it more than necessary at like <laughs> a stop. A stop sign. I'm just throttle tooting my bike, straight bro. Bike, bike ever. But speaking of which, actually, uh, there was something that came up in the news. There was that a goes for sport bikes too. rally 
I'm going to forget what state it is. It doesn't matter. There was a rally in some city, and bikers <laughs> were on the freeway doing stunting and kind of stopped the freeway traffic. That's smart. And the police uh, somehow got one of the guys and got his, it's like an R6 or CBR or something like that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And it's about. been, yeah, they've yeah. had it for like, five six months or whatever they just announced that to teach him a lesson they're going to crush <laughs> his bike shit out ah. <laughs> wow what really Ugh. yeah, yeah. Was, okay. well is it quote unquote it's not it's is quote this, unquote his bike right it's is, is this, stolen is this bay area stuff no or? no no no, this it was maybe Washington. Yeah, but they crushed I a bunch remember, of bikes in New York a it's while It's like back. that made the news. That the, but like, does the, do the hashtag the not right? a gang? You know the other thing that, that made the news that I have no desire to talk about was the wall. Cool. Of, the I'm wall. Of, on. The wall of meat. Oh God, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. There's a wall of meat that went to Washington. <laughs> Cake farts. <laughs> does anybody know how many <laughs> how many meats there were? <laughs> there were a shitload, apparently. I don't know. So Charlie. Yes. How's your Daytona? It's it's good. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, I'm pleasantly surprised by it every time I ride it. How's the dirt? How the it mud does slides? mud. It does the mud pretty well. If you do anything but almost no throttle at all, it's just, just spinning the rear tire. So, <laughs> can I interject for a moment? I've been to Charlie's house to pick up a dirt bike. You know, you think, oh, let's go to Charlie's house down the road, around the corner. Oh, there it is. No. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking go up into the mountains up this crazy road. It gets to the point. And if you live in this area, it's you'll Mordor. know. Wow. When you, you're not sure if this is a driveway or the actual road. That's where Charlie's up in the middle of yeah. fucking or nowhere. Or forest service trail. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it home. There might be a mud so Wait, just, Is your yeah. family survivalists or something? No. <laughs> but just the fact where... Just, for you to get to an actual real road on that bike is quite an accomplishment, I gotta say. Especially in this weather with the mudslides and the fucking trees on the road. You're riding that it's, Triumph Daytona. Well, it's not a paved like road. Like it's an adventure bike. No, it's paved. It's so paved. I got on his Daytona to move it today, and he's like, what do you think of that? The ass is so high yeah, in the air. Your, your head is in the fucking windshield. Like, and I have pretty long legs, but I was you know, stretching. At least, I mean, I can still flat foot it. But it's one of those bikes where your ass is higher than your hand. So mm -hmm. it's I'm like looking down straight at the front tire. Yeah, your mm -hmm. jockey status. I love that. That's a good position. Yeah. It's, a little much. It's good, it's good it's for It's not a really comfortable fast. bike for doing anything but track days. Because your boyfriend Well, like it's, Charlie. it's comfortable when you're hanging off of it. Yeah. Say. You yeah. have more control hanging off it. Yeah. You, you know, you're not doing any weird things with your hands. And you're yeah. definitely not putting around with it, that's for sure. But yeah. so I asked you how it's been going, and your response was? I, I mean, I think it's too much for the street. I mean, I'm planning on doing a lot of track days with it, so I mean, yeah. it's going to be a really good bike. Too much in what sense? Too much horsepower? Too much torque? Too much ergonomics? It's just like it's... It, well, I mean, if I wasn't doing track, I probably would have bought a street triple instead. I, yeah. You don't need clip-ons for the street. That's ridiculous. Sure. Um, but then you can also go, you know, 70 miles an hour in first gear. Do you really need yeah. that? You know, I mean, at the same time, it's really not. It doesn't bought, um, rev up the engine that high during highway use. But yeah. do you need a 160 mile an hour well, bike on the street? Now you're getting into need versus what you want. You know, <laughs> and and whether it's whether it's reasonable or not. And the going thing is, motorcycles aren't reasonable. Right, but so, I mean, you know, you're going up in the 50s cool. and you're yeah. in like first or second gear. And sure, I mean, yeah. 
you can have a lot more fun on like a supermoto in our types of hills than yep. a big Daytona. Yep. So here's my question, though. Um, a lot of you recall back in the 90s, the Speed Wars. Mm-hmm. This is when all the bikes were competing and keep, kept coming out with a faster bike, faster bike, faster bike. And then it was the Hayabusa. That was really the first that hit, what was it, 186 out the door? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> and Interestingly enough, the name Hayabusa Peregrine Falcon is a natural predator of the Blackbird, which was Honda's. Uh, Honda's. So yeah, <laughs> that's their little deal. Interesting. Little dig yeah. there. So um, it was pretty cool during the Speed Wars that uh, it wasn't a government or uh, intervened or anything, but all the companies decided, you know what? We agree. We're, we're, we just keep trying to outdo each other, and we're just creating death machines. Mm-hmm. Let's stop there. Let's let's mutually agree on a cap. <clears throat> and it was that way for a long time. But what I've been seeing in this decade, it's the performance wars. And they're coming out with more and more nimble and quick bikes. It's not about top speed anymore. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, torque, horsepower, maneuverability, maneuverability, well, el- electronics, electronics. I mean, look at and, the R1. And yeah. I remember, um, like you know, Charlie was saying, his bike—if you give it any throttle at all in a turn on wet pavement, like on 17—that back end can just come right out. Well, it's you can give it throttle, but if you just roll on, it starts, you know, getting the more power and it just starts coming out. And I remember when the the Gixxer 750, there were people who were saying, this bike is just too squirrely for the road. It's just way too much. Um, And I'm wondering, are we getting to a point where the bikes are just too much performance for street riding? They've been too much performance for a long time. I know know Pumpkin was. Well, I think it also depends on the road you're doing. I mean, a lot of the roads we have are more hairpins and narrower roads and tighter turns and things like that. But if you go... To other parts of the country where it's longer sweepers, you know, you, you might want a bigger bike. Well, here's the thing, too, I found interesting because I said, you know, if you had the mode settings, like a lot of the Yamahas coming out with that now, and it used yeah, to be kind of the cool. higher end Yamahas, but now they're putting on like the FZ09 and stuff like that, <clears throat> yep. where you have three mode settings, one being the rain setting, which really kind of, <coughs> uh, it. Uh, yeah, I was going to say tards it down. Is that not PC anymore? Uh, yeah. Well, they all do it differently. Some of them are um, do it by it's like the So if you had that, or wheelie control. that may solve your problem. And he's like, yeah, maybe, but... I don't want to have, uh, what do you say, traction control or ABS or any of that well, stuff. Well, I wouldn't want it to have it be on all the time. I mean, riding home right now in the rain where I'm not doing anything crazy, I mean, yeah, it'd be nicer to have traction control and the ABS. You know, but here's what, what I'll say. I was talking to Hugh, R1 Rich's friend, mm-hmm. and I think he's got with that Beamer um, 1000 SS. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a fast bike, and it's got the electronics. He goes, yeah, I was doing a track day up at Laguna. And if you've been to Laguna, you come into that first turn. You got the straightaway when you start. Mm-hmm. That first turns up that bender down to the left. Left. Mm-hmm. So he says, I roll into turn two. So he goes, I'm coming. I'm, I leave the starting gate and I'm just on it. <clears throat> bow, 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 through the gears, gets to that first turn, downshifts. Then he starts making the turn, ready to just rip on it, coming out of turn number two. And as soon as he comes over the hump, everybody stopped. He's like, holy shit, there's no way I can stop oh, in geez. time. So he just he just snatches on the brakes and the BMW electronics. He just said, Oop, slowed him down. Next thing you know, he came to a safe, complete stop right before the group of riders. So he Damn. said, after oh, wow, that, they went full stop, you're saying? He said, after that, I realized the ABS actually works. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he thought he was done. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah, I wanted to just talk about what 
you know, it, do bikes have too much performance? And but what about then this next evolution of stuff like ABS and stuff? Should they be on all bikes? Um, it's gonna get mad. Or because Charlie's saying he would rather have control. Because uh, I, I don't think I've ridden an ABS bike. Well, maybe I've seen them that you can toggle it on and off. You can get that. Mm. Pretty much all of them now can. are. Well, yeah, uh, well, or the nicer ones. <clears throat> switchable ABS are, are like I think the, typically more common on uh, the new modern Enduros. I know KTM yeah. has. I think the new ABS. Africa Twin has it. Yeah, yeah. the adventure bikes because you want to be able to disable right. it when you get into the. Yeah, dirt. I'm not sure about the new Super Sports. I'd imagine you could though. I mean, I don't know. I know the R ones have a lot of different modes. But so, what's yeah. wrong with traction control, Charlie? Well, if you want to back it into a corner, and traction control doesn't let you. Right. But. So you're saying if you want it, but you don't well, want to back it into a corner on the street. Not necessarily. So, but if you do, why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. No. Um, or if you want to like give it some more gas and pivot the back in around or whatever. So your complaint is I'm riding a track bike on the street. Yes. That's your only complaint. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Except that bike is not just made for the track. It is made for the street. And that's my question. So if you have a bike like that with all that power and it doesn't have traction control and it doesn't have ABS and it doesn't have the mode settings. Well, you have a lot of people buying these bikes that have been have very little track experience and very little experience with riding bikes hard or have never been dirt biking and things like that. And they buy these big super bikes thinking like, yeah, I'm an experienced rider now, but really they aren't. And they just go hurt themselves because it's really too much bike. Okay, so now we're back. So there is such a thing as too much bike. Yeah. This is the what I'm well, saying. Well, it's not that there's too much bike. It's just not enough rider. It's it's or that's usually the when case you start for a lot of people. Getting getting higher it's and like higher. what do you do when you get in those oh fuck situations? That's when really you get like right exactly higher not enough rider. You know when like, you get to higher performance bikes, you have a lot less leeway. I mean. Like the brakes well, on the Daytona are so good, you know. I've when it's wet out, I've barely touched them, and I've locked the front, and the handlebar went all the way to the right, and I had to unlock it, right? Things like that. Or if you're pressing them too much, it'll do stoppies that's, with the passenger. That's I mean. not the machine; that's the rider. Yeah, yeah. But if you have people that aren't used to emergency stopping with brakes like that, then sure they might flip forward, and you know. Well, it's sure. like it's like most yeah. performance machines; the tolerances yeah. are very, very small. Yeah, right. The but for error. So if you aren't the rider that can handle those things, then it just you have very little leeway. But the electronics kind of help that. Well, I, I think it's always been the case that if you're not that experience of a rider, jumping on this is a regular, you know, common argument about this yeah. is if you get on a bike that has a lot of power and that's powerful in every respect stopping accelerating braking all that and if you're not enough of a rider to do it you're you're gonna fuck up it's your margin of error is is, (laughs) your your error your errors become amplified because there's so much more bike that that amplifies it i guess you know so yeah but well i just find it interesting how like like i said some of the you know, more introduction bikes like an FC09 are mm. coming with all the bells and whistles. Sure. But you have these other bikes that aren't. I mean, well, here's the thing I too. like the mode settings. Right. The thing is, just specifically about the FC09, that's not a beginner's bike. People, I've known people who buy that as their first bike. No. It's not no. a beginner bike. No. Well, well, here's what I'll say about the electronics. I rode the uh, XSR900 and um, rode it with the electronics on that. Mm-hmm. And if, what electronics will do is take a, a bike that might be beyond someone's capability and tame it for them to ride safely. Sure. So, like, if you're buying that, say, that XSR900, which has that sweet little triple in it, if you take it out of whatever mode, put it in sport mode, 
it's a it's a fun bike for like us to ride but if like let's say i just want a cool bike that looks tough and blah 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 you can put it in whatever it was eco mode or whatever the fuck yep. mode it is it chills yep. it out and you can actually ride it safely if you're not that good of a rider so yeah you know i think that electronics play into both if like you know r1 rich he he always rides a state of the r1 he rides that bike like a motherfucker yeah, and he's, he's an experienced and when we rode that through salinas i remember because you and he were in front of me we made that ride onto some muddy ass dirt ag road you and rich literally disappeared in about three seconds <laughs> and i wasn't riding slow but you guys just smoked me I, I knew it was coming i know rich i I know that road, and I knew he was going to hammer the throttle. So, and so I was, was on, on the R1. It. You were on your Super, Super Duke. Duke. And what happened? So anyway, I'll tell you because I was watching it briefly from behind. So we make briefly. This, so if you Elijah's ridden, like, if you staying out of it, if you've ridden, no, through, no. if you've ridden through I'm Salinas, staying, I'm in it, and I know it's about to yeah, happen. If you've ridden through Salinas, imagine going down some fucking artichoke road, and then you make a right <laughs> under the smart. There's like. It's like miles okay. and exactly. miles of agricultural road. Exactly. It doesn't that, matter. There's, there's, so they found a road that they could go Pick your fucking on. artichoke right. road. You make a right, and there's like even more mud and shit on the road. I look up, and I knew I knew it was on two, so I was already downshifted in the gear I wanted to be in, and Liza and Rich disappear. But the point being, Rich is in his super fast bike, but I think the confidence that the electronics give you, you're not going to wheelie. You're not going to lose traction. And if you do need to brake, you're going to brake as efficiently as possible. Right. I think that makes your balls a lot bigger. Okay. Liza <laughs> well, had none I of that know, shit. Man. was on the squirrely super <laughs> dude know, man. and fucking kept pace. But Because like Liza's style is like just fucking pin it to win it. Oh, she is. No. Like I said, <laughs> so, Rich had all this technology. Liza's on the super Liza's dirt. just like, bop, And that's super bop, dirt. Bop, bop, bop. I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, but what, when I know power, the road. Power to ratio, the R1 has it. But the way Liza rides. Fucking crazy. In that moment, <laughs> I know. That's the thing. I knew it was Insanity coming. Insanity to weight ratio. I knew, that that, I knew Liza was just going to fucking R1 blow. I knew that R1 could well, here's blow me away, and I was just on it. Well, here's just the holding cool, on for dear life. The cool thing about the R1 and the way Liza rides is the R1 had the technology because this is a road, it's two lane, there's fields on either side, there's mud in the road. Like fucking mud, it's foggy, it's not the safest But conditions. I want to say there is a, p- a part where you have to play chicken because there's a 90 degree turn at one point <laughs> because it's in square fields and yeah. you have to kind of play chicken with that turn because you know it's coming up. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but anyway I, I, I appreciate the daringness associated without the electronics, but if you're going push that envelope so hard i think like charlie does you know put the odds in your favor use the electronics but if you're like oh. liza and you're all old and if you die it don't really fucking matter yeah <laughs> ride the super duke like a madman on muddy roads and you gotta like understand too a lot of this stuff the wheelie control the traction control the, the inertial measurement unit the, the fucking abs that all came down from racing and mm-hmm. this came mm-hmm. from people who are riding these machines on the bleeding edge i mean this is beyond what we can comprehend and 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 it's actually it helps them go faster yep for us it's a safety device it's for them it's a safety device as well but it's it's used in a different context yep i think we're on the cusp though where a lot of these bikes are are peak performance but they haven't yet uh gotten the electronics that we're talking about what these modern bikes 
Well, no, they they do. They totally no, have. No, but them. I'm saying like Charlie's bike, like right. the Jixxer 750. That was well, really squirrely. The these are bikes, bikes that were full performance, but didn't have yeah. all the all these right. Those are because those control, are older. ABS and all that stuff. They're older generation bikes, but I the mean, newer ones. Um, this goes into the European standards yeah. too, because they're eventually going to start mandating ABS on these bikes. So you're saying that. So. Bikes are getting safer. They are getting generally because they were safer. getting quicker, quicker, quicker. Right. And yeah. Now the trend right. is going. Well, I mean, safer. the the new Daytona. Well, the trend is is, the... is putting more power to the ground. The ability to yeah. make the bike more tractable, and as a result, it's become safer. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the newer Daytonas have all the electronics too, but I mean, yeah. this bike's ten years old. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the same boat with the Super Duke, and that's why, I mean, I wanted a bike that could kill me, yeah, and it sure. is. It is it is twitchy and <laughs> powerful, and I fear it, and that is a very healthy fear. It's a giant fucking twin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a giant fucking twin. It is. It is. That's I like know. this. That, that's I mean, ultimately what I wanted is, a yeah. bike that had much better suspension and a stiffer frame and a more aggressive riding style for the track. So and I mean, puts your butt in the air. Yeah, it's pretty high up. And it does dirt. <laughs> I tiptoe it. It does dirt. It does, it does mud. <laughs> it does mud. It yeah. does mud. Face down, ass up. That's how so Charlie what, likes what the what. What was cool is uh, like when, when, when Rich showed up, like, I don't know, three, four months ago or so. Um, he showed up with his with, with his brand new R1. And he's like Douglas. Do you want to? He's had it a... three years. No, no, the new one. The, the, yeah, new, the new one. one. The new new one. He's had it three years. Anyway, is it three years ago? Okay. Well, whatever have you. Uh, he showed up and and uh, it was new to me. Yes. Yeah. And it's uh, a said, state of the art R1. Douglas, yeah. do you want do you want to take a ride? And I was like, yeah. Well, if you want to ride my fucking XR 650R, then <laughs> go for it. We'll, we'll switch up. And so <laughs> this is before I fixed the, the judder spring oh. issue yeah. when the bike was like lurching mm-hmm, every time mm-hmm. from, a st- from a stop. And uh, we get we get out going to like uh, the west side uh, towards mi- towards Mission. And I'm riding his bike and everything. And, and we get up on, on Highway 1 and he's, he's – I let, I let him go in front of me. And I'm just, just learning the clutch and learning the – the brakes and everything and uh we get out on highway one after like western and i fucking open the fucking thing up and i blast by rich and i, I can i look back and i can see a fucking grin on his face <laughs> and i'm i'm probably like two miles ahead of him before i stop and wait for him to you know he's on my xr mm-hmm. the thing yeah. is like tops out like Sixty-five, seventy or so. Yeah, I'm, you like, never, I'm, I'm blazing like 120 or 30. It tops or so. out right gear. before fun. Yes. <laughs> so I turn around and I wait for him to turn around and we give each other the nod and everything. And we get back into town. He's like Douglas. You know, it was like it was really cool to like see somebody ride my bike the way I think I ride it. <laughs> you know. Like having having you blow by me at like 130 miles an hour was 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 pretty cool. That's a trip. It's a trip watching somebody else ride your bike. Well, wow. Sure, it's yeah. like yeah. you know if you own a Honda Accord or or like a whatever. It's like it's such a trip having somebody else ride your bike it's like or out of body experience. Drive your car. It's just weird, you know. And uh, I I thought it was really cool of of Rich to say that. I mean, it boosted my ego, of course, because he was like, you know, this is the first time I ever saw somebody, like, ride 
my bike. So, so he, what he did is he did one of those tactics. Whenever you ride someone else's bike and you don't have a compliment <laughs> for their bike, <laughs> you find a compliment somewhere else. Yeah. And he complimented you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you're an asshole. <laughs> hey, so, Doug, you know, considering you don't normally ride that type of bike, well, you have had the Jigster, but did you find a moment of zen on that R1, like in the technology, in the power? Or were you uh, like, eh. I, I found myself being distracted by the electronics. Yeah. Uh, by the braking, I, I could see a diagram. Every time I grabbed the, the front brake, I could see a, a, a diagram in front of me showing me how much I was braking and shit. Yeah, there's like That's brake weird. pressure sensors like, that read out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, we got a couple. Um, but to answer your question, uh, all the new bells and whistles, um, didn't really do it for me. I, I like road feel. I like, yeah, I, I, I like old school know, brake feel. Uh, I, yeah. I, it's it's. I've been on my friend's S one thousand R gassing it out of a corner, hard, and and you can tell the engine is cutting out because it's sliding, and and it's in it's going. You're not gonna high side today. This is not your bike. So it's like, <laughs> bah, 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 bah. it's, it's kind of cool. And so you're like, oh shit, I just did that slide on a hundred eighty horsepower bike in third gear. You know, like kind of <laughs> rad. It's cool. It helps you find the bleeding edge without crossing it too much. That's always the thing, right? Mm. You you generally don't find the edge until you go over it, and a lot of times it's hard. But mm. with these electronics, the the edge is a little fuzzier, so you could kind of feel it out a little bit more, and that's yes. kind of the whole point. Well, and that, that's Very why well you stated. that's yeah. why you carry an extra pair of underwear. With that's you. right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. For just those moments. Exactly. I go ooh. <laughs> hey. Um, and wet wipes. Mike, you got an email back there to read. I do. Um, this email is from Gary Wilson. Hey, Gary. And Gary says, "Hey, misfits, I really enjoy the show. I've learned a lot about wrenching and bikes in general." I'm looking for some advice on being a motorcycle misfit <laughs> and being a highly productive citizen. Don't do it. <laughs> husband and father. Doesn't pay very much. <laughs> Doesn't pay shit. <laughs> sorry, sorry, go ahead. sorry, Mike. <laughs> no, I don't know. I got back into bikes about two years ago and have bought and sold an 07 Suzuki GS500F. Cool. The Goose. The Goose. And 08 Concourse. Yeah. The Whale. That's a good one, too. That's and an 07 get. BMW K1200 GT. Wow. God damn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When I got back into biking, I really got into it. I fully embraced the misfit culture, the rides, gear, clubs, meetups, Farkles, and Craigslist porn. <laughs> Big rubber dicks. Yeah. I really enjoyed it, but then I was fired from this job. And I believe part of the reason was because I am a misfit. Mm -hmm. I've been looking for gainful employment for a few months, but haven't had any offers. I'm reluctantly tamping down on any obvious misfit behaviors, but so desperately want to keep riding and enhancing my life as only motorcycles and other riders can do. So, with two kids soon to be in college, household bills, and 11 bikes in my Craigslist favorites, what's your advice for still being a misfit while at the same time providing for my family? Uh, I wouldn't know how to answer this question because I'm about to have a kid in a week, Yeah. so I don't really have an answer for how to be appropriate and have a child. But maybe Jim yeah, well, would have some experience. I'll because I think Mike's going to be an awesome dad because you really don't have much choice. But um, <laughs> I, but I will say Mike is partly responsible for raising my daughter. Let's see, first tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. There was another one too. You're all worried about. I don't know if it was. Anyway, I'll leave that alone. Yeah. Um, but what I will say, I think if you're going to be a misfit. It, it's it's easy. It's keep writing, mm. um, because I have two kids. One's fifteen. One's eighteen, and 
and I think as long as you keep riding and you get on the bike, the maintenance comes, you know, as as a, as a default. But if you want to be a misfit, is you get out and you ride. If it's raining, you put your shit on your ride, like you know, like you know, go dirt biking around your neighborhood or whatever. So I think there are opportunities, and you're close to an empty nest. So start thinking about the next few years. You know, something I'm going to get into is adventure riding. And as the kids get a little bit older, I can bring them with me. So some, you know, dual sport events, either in the desert or up in Yosemite, that kind of shit. I think it would be really, like, when I'm looking at this question again, it's, it kind of seems to me like he's, he's, he's talking more, like, fiscally, you know what I mean? Okay. Because he says he's got 11, you know, in his Craigslist queue. How many kids does he have? He has two kids in holding. He's got two kids in college, household okay. bills, and 11 bikes in his Craigslisting. So it's like, what's your advice? Because he wants to, you know, be a part of everything. Well, my advice, I think, for me, a misfit is about community. That's what this whole misfit thing is. In, well, in, 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 in the wild, guess, yeah. we a lot of us would not be... You know, interacting, but through this medium, we are. And I'd say next time you see a stranded biker on the side road, help him out. Next time you see somebody parked in front of Starbucks with a bike, say, "Hey, cool bike." What, what you know, where'd well, you get that? My- Just conversation. We all love to talk to each other. Well, talk to bikers. That's that's great if you're you know somewhat extroverted. But my my take on this is like, <laughs> <laughs> my take on this is like motor. You could always go back to motorcycling. And if you need to put your life together, and if uh, putting your life together facilitates you going back to motorcycles, put your life together first. I mean, uh, uh, motorcycles aren't just going to disappear over. Well, you won't have a bike without a life. You know what I mean? Like you, you will have a life, and then you can have. A well, bike. thing is, is you, that motorcycle? In my opinion, motor that motorcycling is in you. You, I, I went for a year without a bike, and it fucking killed me. It really did. But I knew that if I got my shit squared away, how long? You know, got my plan squared away, I, I would, I would able, be able to come back to it. It's always going to be there, and you're going to yearn to ride that bike, or, or you look at a guy or a person just driving down the street on a motorcycle, and you're going, oh, man, I wish that, fu- that was fucking me. I know that feeling, but it's like, it helps to get your life together first, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and I, I don't, it didn't sound, I didn't hear if he had a bike yet or not, or but if he, if he has one bike... Does he have a bike that, now to ride? Yeah. yeah. That should be enough to, to sure. at least give you something to do. Right. Um my i mean i i don't have kids or anything like that but i do have a garage full of bikes and my advice about the the 11 craigslist favorites is just pick one yeah <laughs> or just yeah. stop the, yeah. erase the you app and then just wait till you are good i mean yeah. like you, you the, get too many you just get buried yeah, yeah. think about john though like like perfect example of like an answer for his question is like find the community you can still go and do the things you do I, yeah. if you have a bike then keep going and doing the things you do because your insurance and your gas is cheap on it anyway and if it's a real piece of shit and you keep fixing it then garage it for a little while yeah. If you don't have a bike, then still be a part of the community because it doesn't cost much to do that, to show up, maybe help other people fix a bike yeah. or buy a junker and work on it, you know, on the cheap and fix it up. I mean, you don't, you don't, you know, it, I, I don't think his John is a perfect example. He didn't have any money. He didn't have a bike and, and he just hung out and he's, he just loved the, the community and the culture and stuff. So luckily we have that here. But there's, you know, extensions of that in the motorcycle community. Like you said, meetups, rides. And, and it doesn't you know. matter what you ride. I think as long as it has an engine and two wheels. Like I hopped on that TTR 225 this afternoon just to, like, put it through its paces. I fuck, I rode down the road by the police station mm. through the parking lot over to the train tracks and just ripped around for a while. Fucking awesome. Yeah. It, was, it was the most fun I'd had literally like in the last two, two or three months. I love those train tracks. Right? But it was just it, fun because you're fun. like, it's a bike, and it yeah. wasn't running, now it is, and it, so it doesn't, get on the bike and ride. 
Yeah, and another thing too. Get on I, your bikes and ride. <laughs> another thing I heard from his emails that because he's out of a job right now, it sounded like he was kind of concerned about finding a job that would allow him the lifestyle to you know be a misfit and be a rider. Yeah, because he was saying like he's like trying to get rid of his misfit ways or something. Male yeah, escort. Is, you know, look, male open, escort. I mean, How does that work wait, for wait, you? Hold on. What, what bagel? No, I was just gonna say. I mean, try to. If, I, and I don't know what the job market is like there in Ohio, but um, you know, open your your options up. You know, think try thinking of other things that you haven't done before because you know if you can find a job where it it fits in well with your lifestyle you know that's that's a great thing to have yeah. and to have a you know a you know jobby job thing where you got to be all like you know you can't have you know something you know fun and seedy going on in your personal life right you know that that kind of sucks but <laughs> right I, I mean i was but, trying to figure out sorry, sorry i'm sorry go ahead yeah i was just saying but i mean you got to pay the bills so you got to have a job but but keep your options open and look for look for other stuff out there too yeah all right jim you got an email we do and this one comes from uh mike in the uk so i just thought i'd say hi my name is mickey we love hey, the mickey, mickey. right and uh-huh. I, live, I live in hampshire on the south coast of the uk and first noticed your podcasters <clears throat> podcast after searching for other shows with norman reed in it, uh-huh. which Norman Reedus, uh, I think season two in the UK is coming out shortly, right? So big shout out to uh, Rider with Norman, UK season two, kind of fun. Yeah. Anyway, um, so he's a listener, which we're sorry to hear, but thank you for listening. He drives a lorry <laughs> for work, so who doesn't love a truck driver? So he rides a 2005 FC 1000, which here in the States is the mm. FC1, mm. which is near and dear to my heart because I do ride the FC6, which is the little brother to the bike you're talking about, and I love that motorcycle. And that has 400 more. <laughs> yeah, so anytime you want to race my bike and your bike through the hills, let me know. 400 more FZs. Club, yeah. bring it. <laughs> let me know. It talks cheap. Bring it. So anyway, it's a fun inline four. It's a great little you know upright sport bike. So I've lightly modified it to suit my riding. Um, and must say it's pretty much ideal. It now has forks from a 99R1. The rear shock from an 08 R6 and a few other things to improve the ease of use. The only thing I improved was a seat. Anyway, uh, last year I started to do track days again, 15 years after my last one. The mighty phaser is a bit tubby. Don't blaspheme in here, my friend. <laughs> uh, but so am I. Okay, you're redeemed. Um, I, can't, I can't complain too much. I'm saving up to buy a 929 Fireblade, which is cool for track use. CBR. We, yep. Yep, which is what I had when I last played on the track. Anyway, loving Emma's history hole, dark, deep, and mysterious as it might be. <laughs> really interesting stories, and we do have some good ones coming up, right, Liza? Mm-hmm. Okay, Emma, just to let you know, my wife and I are off to the Bombay Sapphire Distillery oh, on the 22nd oh, shit. for a cocktail-making master class. Oh, my. What? <laughs> what is that, like either two or three ice cubes? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and just so you know, my friend, I am sampling some of Emma's Bombay, Bombay Sapphire at the moment, as you probably tell. <laughs> just to piss you off. Uh, anyway, darlings, keep up the fantastic work. I'll keep listening. All the best. Mickey Blake from the UK. And there's a right. picture of Mickey on his FC1 mm-hmm. ripping, ripping around Getting the track. sideways. Nice. Looking tough. Nice. Yeah, so cool. Right on, Mickey. Thanks for the note. So you guys know what's uh, coming up soon? I think this will be maybe our next group event. The Naked Ride. Naked Ride. Naked Ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you What's that? Do you know what that is? No, it's Gucci. Not here. Probably Bonanza. Oh. 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 
What is that is noise? That that's chips? The no, that's Who from Chips. the man? Oh, oh, Chips. Chips. Right. Chips. Bam, bam, bam. Chips. What's the guy's name in it? Eric Estrada. Now that's, that's a theme song right. you can dance so, to. <laughs> that's a song to write to. Everybody but Liza will be getting naked next week. Uh, that's okay. No, um, they made they made a movie, Chips. It looks like fun. They put them yeah. like uh, uh, on beamers. We'll see how it goes. It seems like it's pretty dumb humor, but we'll see how it goes. The the. But it's got bikes in it, so. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna it actually them. has supermotos in it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and we're going to eat a mushroom cap before we'll we go, so we're just fine. Yeah. <laughs> Jim's got saying. the right idea. <laughs> and it's, so, it's a departure from the original in that it's a comedy, not a TV yeah, drama. Yeah, it's kind of like they did the 21 Jump Street, where it's it's funny. Is it it's R-rated? Because if it's R-rated, I'm there. <laughs> I would imagine it's going to be. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think I have to see it just for the motorcycle. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think we yeah. should. Um, yeah, totally. So yeah, you were saying uh, we have coming up next weekend. Uh, next weekend, Saturday night, 7 o'clock, we're going to meet up here at the Recycle garage for the annual Vampires MC Naked Pride. Uh, You show up here. You have a Eliza actually will not be here for that weekend, right? Yeah. Oh, so we're gonna have to wing it. We're gonna. Pity, we're gonna I will miss your, all the saggy your, balls. We're gonna pull your couch out and burn it. <laughs> you're not gonna be here, so we'll have to make do with 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 what you're given. But um, we will leave here about eh, seven thirty, eight o'clock, naked and eh, naked, of course. Rain or down. shine? There's no rain scheduled for that weekend. Oh, so. bad. It's scheduled. Um, <laughs> like 10 bikers <laughs> die of hyperthermia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a two-block radius. It was fucking... It was it's, cold last year. I know year. it's not going to be knock. Yeah. Nope. No, we already did it. I'm good. Uh, I've been there, done yeah. that. Right. No, I Everyone in this room has done it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Except for the... I did, it, it? I did it Knock. this morning. I did one midday, uh, <laughs> oh, like yeah. that last summer. But oh, well, you got to come do the night. I found out. I found out. I was talking to one of my coworkers who just joined us, and oh. she's like, "Yeah, I saw a bunch of naked, naked bikers on Westcliff once." I was like, "Was it in the middle of the day?" She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "One yeah. of them was me." She's like, "Oh my god, I've seen you so, naked." Uh, <laughs> yeah. If she wants to go, let me know. Other I got than room. Liza and Knock, which I haven't no, seen. No, Knock's done it. I haven't seen them do it. So. Well, not last two years now. I'm smart enough Five. to not do it. Oh, I, I did it last. <clears throat> I are we going to end up at the uh, hot at the hot tubs after? Um, yes, yes, we are. And I have another premature announcement, but I just figure if you say it, that maybe it will happen. So I just want to let you guys know this is something I'm working on. Um, so you know we're planning on going to the AMA Vintage Days in July mm-hmm. in Ohio. Are you, you going to make a super sled? And uh, we'll, be there, we'll be there with the Cleveland Moto guys. Yeah. So I sent an email to the AMA Prince suggesting Fashion. that they let us do a Motorcycles and Misfits slash Cleveland Moto live Ooh. recording in front of an audience. Oh, my God. Whoa. Like wow. NPR shit. So what, what would that entail? Hopefully a chariot race. This and an audience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking stupid human tricks, but yeah, that's my job. I know. So um, I'm gonna wheelie this. Does Phil know about this, or is it like surprise, yeah, no, no. Phil? You're gonna be <laughs> surprise, motherfucker. Yeah. Here's a microphone. Yeah. Uh, surprise, no, no, he knows. He loves the idea Slap too. Him with a dildo. I don't think I've been to any motorcycle show where there was a podcast recording live in front of an audience. That's a fun idea. Yeah. And I thought that could be really fun and entertaining. Super. Let's wait till Friday night at about 11:30. 
We're getting it. <laughs> we'll have a town hall podcast. I'm yeah, is this a, is I'm this a PG thirteen or R rated podcast? No. Are you kidding? So I'm just throwing that out there. Um, I'm waiting for a response from the AMA, but uh, Phil and uh, and we're we're up for it. It's I think it'd be a lot of fun. It's much easier to ask forgiveness than permission. So. Yeah. I think it'd be a lot of fun. So hopefully people are planning on going to the AMA Vintage yes. Days. I'm hey, so looking forward yeah, to it. I want to go. Yo, I just reminds me. I want to I want to thank Phil if he's listening for finding the uh, Suzuki Savage for Mary after she has the baby. He's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. You guys see that he Wait, posted you, it up? Did you yeah. actually buy yeah, that yeah, thing? Or? No, but oh. he he like posted it up because he listened to it when Mary yeah. was here talking about the bike she wants to build after right. she has a baby. Watch and out! He found it and like he's like, oh, I got one right here. You know what I mean? <laughs> nice. Watch out because Jake Jake might swoop on that. She's thinking. I know. I told her I'd help her build it too. I'm she, totally but she's dope. off on a tangent. She, Jake, all she wants to do next summer is ride to Born Free with Yay. you. She's like, I want to go to Born Free with Mike. That's yeah. my goal for next summer. And, <laughs> That's great. And Douglas, yeah. she asked me if she can convert the Savage 650 she wants to buy to a dry clutch. <laughs> That's <laughs> <laughs> painted orange. Oh, it's fine on a Savage 650, I'm not but not I'll on a Ducati. for that. <laughs> hey, you guys, it's we've cool been recording for a while. Man. I think it's time to wrap up. You so, know, for uh, not having a lot to talk about, we kind of went in I pretty know. good. So I want to say there's a couple things. Um, Mike, you want to say how people can buy a calendar? Yeah. If, uh, so we got all the calendars. They're in. We've we've sold a few of them, and, and uh, they seem to be having um, pretty pretty successful. And if you want to buy a calendar. You can email Liza at recycle motorcycle garage at gmail.com uh, and send 20 bucks if you <laughs> or if you want to just uh, PayPal it to Mary yep. who put all the calendars together. Shout um, out to Mary. Yeah. And if you just want to give me 20 bucks, that's cool too. Yeah. So just, you can, no, just you 20 can bucks. I'm not going to give you anything back. You just want to give me 20 beers. Yeah. That's you cool can either too. email recycle garage or you can email Mary directly yeah. at. Um, Mary Tallulah at gmail.com. <laughs> no, yeah, it's T A L L A L L U H. That's not just how you it, spell it. Just send it to Recycle that's Motorcycle Garage. Send it to Recycle Motorcycle Garage. I forward I it to her. She will respond. Also, yeah. want to remind everyone because I've uh, made a few t shirt sales. Still have uh, t shirts for sale. However, the, the picture of the navy blue shirt that I have, they're pretty much sold out. I think I have just a couple larges left. So I am now shipping out the new retro. Uh, racing stripe Ooh, gray, gray shirts ones? that I haven't posted Those a picture are awesome. Of. They make you look fit. Like They're if you're lazy and don't go to the gym, <laughs> put this on. Be They're, like, damn, you going to the gym, gym. They're super if you, sweet. If you suck your gut in. Yeah. Well, uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing mine. They're really soft. They um, are. They're nice. I like them. So $25 gets you a t-shirt shipped. Yeah. And, um, yeah, go on to Recycle Motorcycle Garage. From there, you'll find a link to buy a T-shirt. You'll find a link for our email address, for our YouTube page, and Instagram. for Instagram. Um, anything you want Rate there. Rate us on iTunes. Also, again, up to our Patreon subscribers, thank you very much. Yeah. You and guys guess are what? the best. If you want to get a T-shirt, if you go to Patreon and sign up for $5 a month, I'll ship you out a T-shirt. Nice, that? sweet, right on. A Thank lot of you, other, Patreon. a lot, a lot of other. It's podcasts. not hard. They're, Just sign up, and Knock will pee on one for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not hard. That's so, a yeah. special edition. That's, that's the golden shower. <laughs> the golden shower commemorative. That's the CIA report. Uh, <laughs> special edition. <laughs> the inauguration edition. Knock <laughs> <laughs> will golden oh, shower God. your T-shirt. <laughs> so that's, that's yeah, gross. go to motorcycles no, and misfits. You guys click are gross. on the Patreon link uh, for five dollars a month. You will get a T-shirt and a big howdy and thanks from us. Um, 
might as well just say we did some pretty cool interviews yesterday that we're going to be releasing soon. Oh, the yeah. suspense is killing me. Well, the suspense <laughs> is good because it's worth it. So a couple of high-powered like, people. One of them, we... T- t- we t- 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 I'm going to say it. Kick Don't, your say ass it off I'm gonna say it. Don't say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. kick you. Emma and Jim and I, we interviewed Elsbeth Beard. Whoa. Wow. Yes. Right. She is rad. She's rad. Damn. She is so rad. Like when you see the next coolest person, you see you're like, damn, that person's cool. Then you see Elspeth, and you're like, that person ain't cool. <laughs> Elspeth is badass. Um, for those who don't remember, Elspeth, the first woman to ride around the world on a motorcycle. And I'll just tell you one of the most amazing things I love about it. Uh, she did it 30 years ago. Didn't find out she did anything spectacular till 10 years ago. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. No clue. No clue. She's Man. like, I got home, put my gear away, and that was that. <laughs> 20 years later, somebody's like, you know, you did this pretty spectacular thing. And now, like, 30 years later, she's getting all this attention and being told she's amazing. And she's like, so weird. Yeah, and 20 on, years, I wasn't amazing. Now and, I'm amazing. And on, and on top of it all, we were having this really wonderful conversation. She was don't nice. Don't spoil it, man. Hey, don't spoil it. And yeah. generous. No, no. She okay. was generous and funny and nice. And, like, we could have talked all night long with the her. The opposite so. of me, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to... She was great. As soon as I finish editing that up, I'm going to be releasing that soon, maybe midweek. So look for that. That was... In this history hole. That was, yeah, that was one of Emma's uh, bucket list things. Dark, that's cool, man. Mysterious, talk to Elspeth cool. Beard. I love very, motor- very motorcycle cool. people are just so down to earth. Love it. Anyway, so be looking for that. I, um, I got a question about a podcast. Can we do one called Motorcycles and Babies? No. No. The do's and don'ts. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want some information. No. Do not zip tie your baby to the handlebars. They're called don't, <laughs> don'ts well, and don't don'ts. Well, don't zip tie them too hard. <laughs> the do's and don'ts of motorcycles and babies. If anybody is qualified here, it's Jim. Yeah, here's the thing. Get a vasectomy now. <laughs> awesome. With that, we're going to cut this program right. over. Tell you what, buy no a t-shirt, I'll give you a free snip. vasectomy. <laughs> it's it's just garage. a pair of scissors that comes with it. Me and not will do it ourselves. No health insurance yeah. required. Right, yeah. Get, get that soldering iron. We'll cauterize it. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This is Liza. Mm, bagel. Mike. Naked Jim. This is Nog. And Charlie. Douglas. Isaac. Hey, let's get out of here. Cool. We out. Cool. Cool.